back to Guth Express, episode number 35. Joined as always by Birdfax. That's me. And uh, myself, a guy named Spari, but we That's have a special guest me. today. Also not Birdfax, we're joined by Potato Hime. Hello, hello. <laughs> a- am I pronouncing that right, by the way? Yeah, pretty much. It's Potato, okay. potato Hime. Gotcha, gotcha. I, I think I said... I think I said Potato Heme when I did the announcement on our last episode, but uh, what what does that name mean? Because I have absolutely no idea. Oh God, it's uh, it's a little bit awkward, but uh, <laughs> I made uh, I made the name when I was like fourteen. As we all do. As we all do, and um, I was really into this anime called Bleach at that point. Oh, it's been forever since I watched Bleach. And there's a character named Orihime, and Hime means yeah, princess yeah. in Japanese. Oh, okay, so it's potato princess. It's potato princess. Ah, uh, so okay, that makes sense. <laughs> the deep lore. I had the, the great fortune of picking a very boring username when I was uh, 14. Well, actually, I was like 12 when I made it, but... It was just a guy named Spari, <laughs> so, like, I didn't have to do any rebranding from that point on, which was great. Um, it is a pretty good name, though. Yeah. Not as good as Bird Facts, but, you know. Aha. I rebranded yeah, but, in, like, high school, so. Yeah, Bird Facts is a recent edition. Okay. Uh, it's not recent anymore. It's been, like, I can check, but it was, like, sophomore year of high school, I think, when I changed this. and. It's been a while since I've been a sophomore in high school. <laughs> that That's true. I don't know. It still feels recent to me, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, no, I used to... I jumped around a lot of usernames growing up. Um, but it will never be as good as uh, Gray's... Um, I think it's his PlayStation username, which is Tumtor. Tumtor? <laughs> it doesn't... It, I tried to get him to explain it. And it just, I think it legitimately doesn't mean anything. He just, like, typed in letters. Wow. That sounded funny. <laughs> That's pretty good. I have, I almost had a terrible username um, back when I played Call of Duty. Uh, I'm a identical twin, right? And we were in my uh, cousin's uh, clan in Modern Warfare 2. And he wanted us to have, like, matching names. And so my brother's username was XX underscore faded twin one XX. And he wanted me to be faded twin two. Oh, no. He wanted you to be number two. I'm like, that's a stupid name. Actually, I think he might have been two. And I would have been one. Because I'm the older of the two. But I don't don't think either is a good name. (laughs) Uh, And I was like, I'll just be sparry. We'll just go with that. <laughs> so I never. It was yeah. a great choice. I actually used to go by a different username as well, way, way back. Oh, um, the deep lore? The deep, deep lore. I used to go by Turtle here. And the only reason I went by that is I used to play this old ass MMORPG, and my character had this green hair. And that was, like, mm. the reasoning for the name. But then someone actually had the same username in another game. So I had to come up with Potato Hime. I see, I see. Yeah, a lot of people have problems with, like, you know, trying to get a, a username that's unique enough 
that they can use it everywhere that isn't just like random garbage. <laughs> um, I'm then, lucky um, enough that there is actually another person named Potato Hime around. Oh, really? There is. They found my stream because we have the same name, so it's kind of interesting. Did uh, wait, what's their Twitch name then? Is it Deep Potato Hime? Oh my god, the one and only. <laughs> the one and only. <laughs> the... That's funny. But uh, yeah, who? I think we should uh, kind of introduce who you are if you want to kind of oh, right. explain because we we just kind of hopped into <laughs> usernames right away. Uh yeah, how do I haven't planned anything before this, so this is gonna be a uh, on the spot. Don't worry, uh, we do zero planning for this podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, hello, I'm Potato Hime, and I am currently a UIM. And uh, that's what I play, that's what I stream on Twitch. And I've been a UIM for about one and a half years, but I did used to play a main account before that. So that's what I do. Hell yeah. You're, you're pretty into the late game of UIM. You know, I see you raiding and stuff. Uh, I, I wouldn't say you're like... You know, end game. You're not going for like Blood Torva or anything crazy, but uh, you you got you got some pretty good upgrades. Yeah, I would still consider myself mid game personally, but I have been very very spooned. I think I'm one of the most spooned UIMs out there for sure. So mm -hmm. it kind of jumped me, I guess, into late mid game very fast because of that. Um, I think the problem yeah. with, like, defining mid and late game stuff is it's so... The mid game, I think, is such a broad category. It really is. Uh, like, I'll see people say that, like, you know, once you get your, your rune scimitar... Or your, not your rune scimitar, your <laughs> dragon scimitar, you're in the, the mid game now. And that can extend all the way into until you're getting, uh, you know, Torva. And, but Yeah, like, I have full crystal and a bofa but you know i'd still consider myself in the mid game because i'm still using a fucking dragon sword as my stab weapon man mm -hmm. like yeah it's kind of hard to define in a game like this you know unlike a traditional mmo where it's really just about like your levels runescape is much more than that with your your equipment you be mattering a ton and still be a shitter that is yeah. true because um, my main account is maxed, but I didn't know fuck all until I started a UAM. It uh, really opened up the game, I would say, in terms of game knowledge. Yeah, we were talking about that a little bit in the, in the pre-recording. Um, how I have apparently zero game knowledge, according to Bird and his brother. <laughs> uh, because during the leagues, I was scrambling to figure out how to get anything. I'm like... Where the hell do I get a red die from? To be fair, my <laughs> brother also has like very little game knowledge, but that's just because the reason I have any game knowledge is the same reason uh, that Potato Game has any game knowledge is because I play an account where I have to get things myself, and mm -hmm. so I've learned how to get all of these stupid things that nobody else, nobody on that plays a main account ever has to worry yeah. about. And and the good thing about UIM as well is you often have to get these stupid items multiple times because you just throw them out after you're done. Yeah, I have a bank, mm. so I just throw that in shit. <laughs> um, I've probably gotten our herb sack back three times now, so damn. that's a disgusting one to get rid of. Jesus Christ, no thank you. Do you go back to Tithe Farm or do you, do you use Slayer Oh farm? yeah, Tithe Farm. I'm not a psychopath. Right. Yeah. 
I value my Slayer points pretty high. Understandable, yeah. Yeah, if I couldn't skip every task that uh I didn't want to do, I'd think I'd go crazy because uh there's a lot of bad tasks. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, no, uh, I I think we could talk a little bit about leagues. Uh, I I think you're you're done with leagues now. At least it seemed like you were. You're doing main game raids the other day. Yeah, I kind of uh, rage quit. <laughs> oh, you rage quit. <laughs> I uh, I had a few goals for leagues, like personal goals. Uh, I was to do some TOA, do Inferno, and do Chambers. And for Chambers, I wanted to practice solo Chambers. Mm-hmm. So I picked the Mage Relic, so I wanted to practice the melee 4-1. And uh, mm-hmm. let's just say that is very rage-inducing to try and learn. So I did about five yeah, solo cocks where I died and nothing, and I just, yeah, that was enough for me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. I I'm of the opinion that I think like solo raiding is probably the least fun way to do raids in this game, but uh, I know a lot of people prefer to do them. I think solo but chambers le- is very mechanically interesting. Yeah. Um. And I think if I were to learn it, I would probably kind of enjoy it. But part of the part of the fun of chambers is just like hanging out with you know the gamers and just like fucking around because usually I don't do a ton of CMs, so we're usually doing like some weird ass like three plus two raid where we can just like fuck around and not care and just have fun. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'm in the same category. I do prefer team raids and just fucking around. But sometimes I get that little curiosity of like, am I gamer enough to pull off a solo deathless? And then I, I go in and it goes to shit and, you know, cry myself to sleep and all that jazz. And then I go back to team raids and then suddenly that little itch comes crawl, crawling mm-hmm. in again and we go again. Yeah, I... uh I got humbled. I, I was like, ooh, I'm I'm a gamer. I can do the jad <laughs> challenges in the league. This was, mind you, like the first couple days of the league. Oh. And I had a a, a melee relic and I had a dragon longsword <gasps> as my only only weapon. So I rock up in there and get obliterated in my obsidian gear and D long. Uh turns out melee meleeing multiple jads is pretty hard. That is some next uh, level shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I've considered maybe trying it again, but I don't. I don't know. At this point in the league, I'm only really hopping in if people want to do raids. I think I'm kind of done with it, honestly. Yeah, I also tried the jad challenges during league, but I'm mage relic, so it went yeah. a little bit better. I did six jads in leagues, but um, they died. Oh, <laughs> they died fast then. <laughs> yeah. I'm using leagues as kind of a way to learn tob a little bit. So if people are, are tobbing, I'll do that. But other than that, I don't really care about the upgrades from TOA other than Shadow, which is pretty rare. And from Chambers, getting a Twisted Bow would be fun. But like I said, I'm, I'm not really... I get a Twisted Bow, but... Yeah, that would have been sick. By the way, I got... I was checking my DMs on the Guth Express Twitter account. Apparently... Twitter hides DMs from people. Yes. Uh, and it doesn't notify you about them. So I had two people DMing me asking if I wanted to talk with them because oh, they heard no. our 
our episode uh, the first week. You egoed so apologies, them. I never. Yeah, <laughs> apologies about egoing you guys. Uh, I definitely would have gone uh, had I seen that earlier on, but damn. Yeah, that's Sparty guy. What an asshole! I know. I, I I think I changed the settings now, so I should hopefully receive the messages as notifications now. I'm not entirely sure. Twitter kind of. Uh, makes the settings not entirely clear on what they do. <laughs> there, there was like a low quality message filter that I disabled. I think that might do it. I don't know. I did low learn a thing though uh, from leaks. Oh yeah. I learned that I probably will never be able to do six strats in main game. That's that's what I learned. Cause that shit was rough. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's uh, it's like yeah, it's like you start and then it goes to shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, man, sometimes that happens to me on Triple Jad. Like, fuck. Usually it's fine, but every once in a while the healers will spawn and my brain will just short circuit. I'll just be like, mm-hmm. huh, what? But yeah, six Jad. I don't think I could do that in main game with, you know, not being able to just ignore the healers. Yeah, that's definitely what made it better also i had undying and you know blood spells which kind of saved me a bunch as well but it was like you're you're standing there ready and you see like the first three jads attack and then your brain zones out and then they're like a cycle ahead already and you have no idea Mm -hmm. what the fuck's going on and then you're dead (laughs) so really impressive to those people who can just go in and do that it's it's crazy yeah it's a It's definitely, if I see someone with the, uh, the transmog for the Jad pet, I'm like, ooh, they're, they're a bit of a gamer. They got the, they, they did the six Jad challenge, but, uh, I don't know if I'll, (laughs) I'll be able to do it anytime soon. I'm, I'm kind of dreading, um, my soon to be Inferno attempts in the main game. Uh, once I finish maxing, hopefully in the next couple months i believe in you i'm i'm gonna hop in and hopefully not perish uh a bunch of times but most likely will i feel like with inferno you just have to embrace that you're gonna die like 90 percent of the times when you go in there was um a recent reddit post that got some traction uh a guy posted a guide on how to do the inferno really slowly over like a week but to guarantee over a week yeah beat the inferno uh waves first attempt by cheesing over eight days and it's like a big guide on how to do it that's insane there's a lot of like waiting until your hp reaches 99 milk specs over and over yeah it yeah it's like milking specs always having um augury enabled like at all times I'm assuming uh bringing full justy is part of it probably the i'm on the post now but it i don't know if it's just reddit being terrible because it's terrible or oh, they delete the post or something but it's not loading i'm just assuming reddit chat would just like the comments would destroy that person who made that guy i feel like reddit uh, can be mean the top comment is, that's a lot of words. I'd rather buy a cake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's very Reddit. 
slash sarcasm. <laughs> and oh. second comment is, I'm going to save this and never read it again. <laughs> no, I have, uh, I have one Inferno Cape in main game. And um, that was a journey. Because I did it all live on Twitch. It took me about... On your... Uh... Yeah, on, on my main, main or the... my main okay. account. The UIM is closing in on being ready, so that's gonna be interesting. Hell yeah! But yeah, it took eighty-five attempts and uh, a lot of backseating from Twitch chat, <laughs> but we got there. <sighs> yeah, I. That's one thing that I'm really dreading about doing the Inferno is the backseating I'm gonna get from people. Uh, I'm not like a streamer, but I know. You know, people in uh, our other Discord are probably going to want to watch me do it. And, oh my god! Everybody I... that does it in that Discord always mute and deafens when they're doing it, but they stream. And then if they want help, when once they have like a stack, they'll unmute and deaf, and they'll be like, "Hey guys, what should I do about this stack?" And then people will tell you, and then you re-mute and deafen, and then everybody will continue chatting about how bad you are once you're mute. And <laughs> oh no! Uh, I've uh, never. Just, uh, I will be I one of those people. Committing the chatting. <laughs> yeah, I've never because banned despite... more people than during my Inferno Brand. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're pretty. Not uh... having an Infernal Cape, I do a lot of chatting about the Inferno. <laughs> you're a suck expert. <laughs> yes. I fully own the fact that I don't have an Infernal Cape. I, I got one. I mean, I got one in leagues, guys. I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> uh, uh, you're an a armchair Inferno yeah. doer. <laughs> No, I, I'm not very, you know, oh, you should have, you should have done this. Like all of my Inferno critique is like absolutely just memeing, just fucking joking. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know enough to complete it in leagues and I completed it on a beta world as well. So like I, I have done it, but I have not actually done it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I kind of know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Okay, so I got the the Reddit post to load. I had to go to the original poster's uh, account and look at it there. But, yeah, they have uh, videos on how to do it. And, yeah, they're wearing just full Justy, uh, Code Iron Nightmare staff, Bofa and Crystal with a bunch of tank gear and stuff. Blood Barrage. Uh blowpipe and then there's basically like like if you're taking gonna it like, super yeah. slow with a falador shield i use the falador shield but uh, yeah falador shield but you uh, can just be like yeah. all right guys this attempt's going pretty well time to log out for 24 hours so get two <laughs> prayer restores again that's literally what they say to do yeah. that's so fucking funny yeah i brought a fally shield but just for yeah i didn't milk it for multiple days no I, like, it took me, I don't fucking know, it was 85 attempts over, I want to say two months or something, but, uh, I would, I would rather do that again than sit and milk it for a week, because that's fucking insane. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I'm somewhat considering just doing, like, full justy kind of cheesing it. No, don't do it. (laughs) No! And then once, like, the, the stress of it is over, maybe going back and learning it, I don't know. The stress I mean, will never be over. <laughs> yeah, that. But here's the thing with full justy. You can bring a full justy swap to wear at the beginning of a wave. That's, yeah. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't recommend it, personally. 
um, because that's three slots that you could have, you know, restores or brew is it brews in. Mm -hmm. But it does technically help. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't help. <laughs> what's, the, what's the damage reduction? What's the percent damage reduction? Well, it it uh, does it does help in quotation, but you're not gonna learn like... anything, and you can still get one shot and fucked. So I mean, I would disagree that you wouldn't learn anything, right? If you're still doing the mechanic of you know moving to get the pillar stack done as quickly as possible yeah i guess it depends on the person and wearing wearing full justice is just going to make it so that that you know that mage hit or that range hit that you tank at the beginning of the wave trying to set it up is going to hit a little bit lower yeah yeah i think it's like the wiki assumes like a 15 percent damage reduction with the with whatever the the example calculation is, but I don't know how realistic that'll be. And for mage, it'll be a lot less because uh, your mage defense is going to be pretty bad in full justy. Yeah, I just go by the mindset that if you bring in full justy, you've already given up on learning, so you're just going to tank it all. But I guess it depends on the person. But yeah. I would rather have three extra boosts or restores than do that personally, because I suck at prayer flicking. I need to reserve all the points I can That's get. That's fair. I I am a a lazy flicker. Uh that that's all that's all that's the extent of my prayer flicking. Yeah. Is all lazy flick. Cuz I lazy flicked my first cape and I almost ran out of supplies every time. And I didn't bring much with me. I had a fally shield, I had um an occult an ancestral top switch. Mm -hmm. Like I had three switches or some shit around that time. Yeah. Mm. So I had my inventory packed with Bruce and everything, and I was like, I I need to learn to flick better, because goddamn, I'm running out of supplies. Yeah, I think that's one of the things the Inferno tries to to teach, because of how long it is. You kind of are not required to, but heavily encouraged to learn how to prayer flick. Like, of course, I don't think, you don't need to learn, like, one tick flicking. I... Like, that's just extra, but just lazy mm. flicking more correctly, like, knowing exactly when to take on Yeah, like, off. if you if you have, like, if you're not confident in flicking, like, your, your overhead while you're taking damage, for example, um, you can still be lazy flicking, like, uh, rigor. That is yeah, true. that's true. Yeah, that's uh, what I do a lot. I'll probably... Or I want to click, because I'm a weirdo, but... You know. I'll probably still just lazy flick the whole thing once I start learning, unless it ends up being a problem. The one we'll thing see, that though. I always say, because I've tried to do like the uh, two tick overhead flicking, is learn to one tick alternate between range and mage prey as a solve. That solve is really good. It's it's very helpful. Mm -hmm. If you have if you have a blob and literally anything else, or if you have both a ranger and a major, knowing how to um, walk out of that stack and pray against the one that's further away, and then alternate between the other one is really helpful. From my experience, that which, as I said, is just leagues and beta worlds. So you know, <laughs> no, but that's that's assault, but. that's a really good uh, good thing. I I struggle to alternate one tick. I just I don't have an ounce of rhythm in my body. I just fall out of it. I've the way oh I, my God, I do it is when I click on the other one, 
once the other one stops having like the the yellow circle around it as if yeah. it's lit up i click on that one yeah and i just keep that's doing usually that. the way to go i rely heavily on like visual cues for things well that's so... good because the sound cues are whack <laughs> yeah i don't i don't ever pay attention to sound cues um i'll be doing like toa or chambers or something and someone will mention a sound cue i'm like i don't <laughs> i don't i don't i don't like do I, 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 don't I was either. doing zarpus <laughs> i was doing zarpus and trying to learn how to melee it and someone's just like oh just listen for the spit sound and i was like this is not helping me at I forget all what it is there's a sound cue i use at uh p2 versic that actually really helped me um the, the playing sound i don't remember i think it's like the what I did I at Verzik is uh, I would basically, if I got balanced or I saw someone else got balanced, I have the uh, visual metronome plugin on when I'm doing Verzik, and I'll see which tick counter she uh, bounces on, and then I just use that as my uh, indicator, because I don't think there's really a visual indicator otherwise for Verzik. There mm. might be. No one, no one told well, me. Well, she bounces was, her so. ass, so it's like basically then. Okay. Yeah, I don't play gotcha. with sound either at all. Um, but I do put on sound sometimes for Versi because there's like a plinging sound before she bounces her ass, and then yeah, it's like kinda... the sound of the chains or whatever. I don't remember. Yeah, mm, and I also put I on uh, sound when I do nightmare because I like the cracking sound of the range attack. Yeah, all it's a satisfying uh... noise. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, snapping something yeah, that... in half. I don't fucking know. <laughs> It's like your bones cracking. It's so ugh. <laughs> I like those two sounds, but other than that, I keep noise off at all times. I I only turn on noise when I'm uh, raiding. Which, I always uh, have game sound on when I'm like not doing AFK things. If I'm playing the game, game sounds are probably on, unless I'm like I, I, barraging tasks because that's terrible. So Please basically, uh, sound off when you're barraging. If someone sees bird facts in-game, follow them around and do the plank make spell. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I have plank mute. Uh, oh, plank make muted. No. I have, I have annoyance mute, and I have curated a bunch of IDs of sounds that I hate alongside things that um, it is able to mute already. Like, plank make is so bad. Plank make, There's a annoyance mutes now for, uh, for like barraging different NPCs. So, oh, can you like mute it for specific NPCs? Uh, you can mute like the sounds of like necreals and uh dust devils and stuff, and then you can mute the uh barrage sound specifically. I like, I like having the barrage sound when I'm not like deleting something, <laughs> deleting a stack of things. So I don't know when that is. It's not very often, but I don't think it's very often. Isn't there like a sound for the? general grotter pet when it's stomping around yeah, yeah the stomping that, fucking, that was the first that was the reason i downloaded annoyance same mute. oh my god uh oxy they... and michael have like an argument on their podcast uh xp waste oxy refuses to get annoyance mute uh to mute stomping pets and because of that, they did like a pet tier list, and he rated all the stomping pets as like F tier. Oh like, no! Because they stomp, and it's like just get the mute plugin. Like Grodor is a good pet. It's just he stomps, and it's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Otis, I don't actually have the mining sound at Goder muted because I simply refuse to do Guardians of the Rift masses. Oh god! I hate Guardians of the Rift. It's so annoying. I really like Guardians of the Rift. But only in small teams. I 
small teams is like kind of fun to me and i just i don't know whenever i go to masses i just instantly loathe my existence i don't know yeah. what it is uh i actually like guardians of the rift in a very niche way i do fletching mm -hmm. in there mm. <laughs> wait what so what you do you just... is like you get a big stack this might be like uim tech but you get a big stack of like broad arrow stuff and then you mm. go and only do the portals so you fix the barrier and you do the portals only while fletching. I see, I see. It's very niche, but I, I love it. <laughs> it sounds like what I was doing um, kind of uh, when I was AFKing while editing. I would just mine until the first portal appeared, go into that, and then uh, just go back to mining until the next portal appeared. Oh, they nerfed uh, that. Yeah, yeah, they nerfed it. Um, it. It was great while I was editing, though, because it was really, really AFK uh, runecrafting XP and uh, pretty bad points, but, you know, it was points nonetheless. So I had to go back to uh, ZMI after they nerfed it, which is better than traditional runecrafting, but uh, runecrafting needs some love. I hope they... They touch it up with Project Rebalance, although it's probably out of the scope of the, the project. I feel um, there are other skills that probably would prior have higher priority over runecrafting right now, since we have Guardians yeah. of the Rift. Yeah, Guardians I, of the Rift is a good band-aid. I still think that runecraft just needs a base functionality rework. Like, mm -hmm. training the skill isn't bad anymore using the skill as an actual method to obtain runes is still largely not good. You don't like the Scarsons? And that's a problem. Scarsons is just, <laughs> it's just shops, right? Like, it's fine yeah. that it exists, in my opinion, but it's not a fix to runecrafting. It's a fix no, to having not. to buy runes. <laughs> the which is good. I, um... I'm glad that buying runes is less awful now, because I hate buying runes, right? Yeah. But I would rather that I could have a viable method of crafting them as well should I choose not to want to spend my GP. Yeah, I agree on that. The score essence is actually the only reason why I could get Wrath runes at level 90 runecrafting as a UIM right now. Uh, because it gives so much like extra runes. Mm, so yeah, I, I went yeah. and stew boosted at the Wrath altar. I see. That's cool. So that's but, the only uh, reason I could get like 5,000 Wrath runes in two stew boosts instead of having two stew boosts plus five to go to Wrath Altar yeah. every time, because that would fucking suck. Yeah, Wrath runes on really any Iron Man just seems like such a pain to get. Yeah, I think I really spent like an hour crafting Wrath runes um, before I started doing a lot of chambers, just because I was like, I want a fire surge ice demon because that would be funny because I have a tome of fire. <laughs> and mm -hmm. it is funny. It is pretty funny. Was it worth the hour? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Absolutely. <laughs> and I was, I was like watching a video or something while doing it. Like, at, runecrafting at the very least is like pretty mindless. You know, it's like oh, click on this spot and then click on this spot. And then when you get to it, you got to click a couple more times and then you just bang. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of downtime because you're just running, especially to the Wrath Altar. Yeah, I'm just happy I didn't increased... have to get 95 for it. Yeah, I have 99 because I'm sadistic, so hmm. whatever. I also have 99, <gasps> but I'm a dirty main, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, 
thankful ZMI exists, although I wish it was uh, more popular. Uh, there's like, I think it's a German in an East Coast world and yeah. managing your uh, your bank and your inventory quickly with any amount of ping is just so infuriating. It's like, I'm just trying to bank as quick as I can so I can keep running. I'm and it's like, certain... oh, your your click got eaten. You didn't actually uh bank at all. I'm fairly certain the uh the German world used to be the only ZMI world. So yeah, it was. And that was but... back in the days when it was just a perpetual conga line at ZMI. That shit was amazing. That was great. Yeah, that was when no, I got I, I... 99 on the main. I ended up just sticking to a West Coast world and having a a regen bracelet and a HP cape on and called it a day and occasionally eating a shark. It wasn't too bad. I'm a, Especially now that you can like eat in your bank. I'm a blood uh, rune crafting at sea. I love her. Mm. I did a lot of that as well on the, on the main. I didn't do it yeah. as much on the iron. Yeah, I did. Sure, uh, but... I did three months of blood rune crafting and say on my main back in the day. Sheesh. That was 99, uh, but uh, the only reason I did it was because I, I was an apprentice back then, and there was very little to do at work. So I just mm -hmm. come in, clock in, do eight hours of Seiya Bloods and leave. <laughs> and uh, I did that almost every day for like a few, two, three months, and that was 99, runecrafting done. Yeah. RuneScape seems like the perfect <laughs> uh, game to play at work. It is. Because <laughs> it's... So you can do things that are so AFK that you can still actually work, but not like you're you're not going to be uh putting all of your focus into the game, you know. Yeah, I'm starting my new job tomorrow. Uh, I'm very excited to see if um it is uh, rudescapable. Oh shit! <laughs> Good luck. Oh no, bird's gonna max before me. <laughs> <laughs> How much uh, EHP do you have left? Do you know? A lot, bro. <laughs> you want to DM me uh, estimation uh, EHP? Or uh, no, estimation TTM. Time to max. I'll be able to see it, but there you go. Okay, this is giving me main hours because the website doesn't know if you're a main or an iron. That's right. Because uh, right. you're a blue helm. Uh, but 420 hours. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, 420.69. Oh, nice. whoa. Nice. <laughs> Let's go. That's fucking great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna screen cap that. I'm just gonna that. quit right now. It's over. Yeah, I made the mistake once on my main to check how many hours left when I was like 95 base, and I was like, oh god. Yeah, it it's wow. 95 base seems a lot closer than yeah. it really is. <laughs> yeah. But like when I got to 95 Runecraft, I'm like, it's, it's not even close to being over yet, man. I have so many hours still. <laughs> I have uh, 36 and a half hours to max, but I am definitely not getting EHP rates, uh, especially since I'm doing Irby instead of, like, Black Chins or something. Should I check out my time to max on the UIM? Oh, God. Yeah, let's see it. <laughs> it's probably really bad. 1,146 hours left to max. Sheesh. It could be worse. It could be way worse. Did you get, um... That email from Jagex uh, with your, like, account stats? I did for my main account, but not for the UIM, because I opted in late. But they said they would send uh -huh. them out by Friday, 
even if you opted in late. So I'm hoping okay. I'm getting it. Have you gotten yours yet, Bird? Yeah, I did end up getting it. Uh, I just want to want to share some of my stats, I guess. Uh, uh, I played this year one thousand eight hundred and thirteen hours, and gained one hundred twenty one point one million XP. I died four hundred six times. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. You saw. Um, my longest uh login streak was ninety seven days. Damn. Damn. Some people in like Petscape had some insane yeah, hours and streaks. My my streak was only slightly longer at 104 days. So Okay. That is yeah, like I was... that is like a third almost a third of the year that I spent logging into RuneScape every single day. I know. <laughs> Help. I'm kinda of afraid of when I'm getting mine since I death pile a lot. Oh I'm, yeah. Oh yeah. The debt's gonna be up there for sure. Yeah, I'm assuming. Where did I die a lot? I don't know. I yeah, oh, I only, I only died 148 oh, times. So I I got 99 prayer at the Wildy altar. Oh yeah, that's probably like <laughs> I, 100 I, of my deaths was training I, prayer. Yeah, I killed myself every inventory. So that's like 300 deaths. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a lot of them. And then I probably died a ton at TOA. Yeah, it, very, very interesting stats. Um, I I gained not as many levels as I thought I would. Uh, or, yeah. Uh, I guess, like, really it was just... I, I was, like, basically base 90s at the start of the year. So it was just finishing off 99s, which takes forever. Um, I also did, like, no clues basically the entire year yeah My i know because i passed your your uh total clues count yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting back to doing clues uh once i'm done grinding out skills uh but 33 masters was the most clues i've done this year wow yeah nine elite which i think is like almost all the elites i've ever done uh i do not like elite clues let me double check that now I really want my stats. This is exciting. Yeah, okay, I, d I doubled my elites from... Uh, I'm, I'm at 18, and I did nine of those this year. I kind of hey, wish... Um... Go on. <laughs> I, I was just going to say I did 71 elites. So. Oh, okay. No, I kind of wish they just had it on the website that you could see your stats instead yeah. of getting an email. It seems... It's all a ploy Annoying. to get you to subscribe to the marketing emails. <sighs> yeah. Honestly, Jagex can market to me as a treat. As a treat. Did you guys see we, we, we got the uh, pet stats again for oh. pets obtained? Um, we have a new oh, Jmod yeah. handling that. Mod Enigma, great name by the way, uh, gave us the the pet rankings, and to no one's surprise, uh, Penance Queen is the least common pet, with Rocky being the most common. Rocky now, really? Yeah. I wonder how many of those are on bot accounts. <laughs> uh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, good. Good uh, thought there. <laughs> because, I'm gonna be honest, I feel like the most common pet would be a different one, and the reason that Rocky is the most common is because there's so many, like, Master farmer or elf or you yeah. know uh, 
via bots, just pickpocketing. Also, uh, uh, pyramid plunder bots. That's true as well. Those motherfuckers. That's are pretty common here. there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Some interesting things I noticed as well. Uh, this kind of gives you an idea of either how quick it is to kill the DT two bosses or how popular they are. The DT two bosses are basically at the bottom of the list because they're so new. Uh, they're just above uh the Zuckpet. But it's Leviathan and Whisperer basically tied at 3,700 or 3,800. And then Butch and Baron at 7,700 each. I'm surprised so, that Whisperer isn't like significantly the lowest. Yeah. But maybe yeah. that's just because I hate Whisperer. That boss is awful. I think the mechanics of it are fine, but it's basically a shadow check boss. Doing it without a shadow is just, it, it's fucking agony. It takes forever, man. Yeah, it's Fuck. a very long fight. Yeah, it's, Off. um. Uh, the Pendant's Queen pet, though, is, like, one of my favorites, so I hope I can Honestly, get that on the UIM one day. Yeah, I would rather grind Pendant's Queen than just kill Whisperer at all. <laughs> Unless I get a shadow, then maybe I'll be willing to kill Whisperer a bit. Oh my god, there was a guy that we did bingo with who had like 20-something Penance Queen pets or something. 20? Oh yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. Holy he just shit. does like BA speedrunning and like carries and stuff. And yeah. uh, I didn't believe him at first and then he posted his log and then I was just like alright, this guy is insane. <laughs> how many high gambas did he have? A lot. I don't remember <laughs> how many. Uh, I think the chat's I think it was definitely now. well over a thousand. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was insane. Um, I wonder if these stats account for dupes or not. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, someone asked that exact question. It's the first reply. Uh, un and it's unique accounts, so it doesn't account for dupes. Dang, is... my dupe rock golem doesn't count. Oh, I also have a dupe yeah. rock golem. Nice. I also go. have three dupe rock golems. Whoa. <laughs> rock golem gang. Uh, yeah. And I also have a dupe uh, phoenix. And I don't even have 99 fire making. So, oh so God, my rock guy. golem is on my main account, but I also got a dupe um, herbivore on that account. Yo, I also have a dupe herbivore. What the hell? Wow. <laughs> wow. Crazy. Yeah, back when uh, I streamed, actually. Uh, there's a clip of me absolutely destroying some ears on my old microphone getting the Irby pet. That was at 78 Hunter boosting with Hunter potions. Oh, no, you boosted? <laughs> Holy shit. I boosted with Hunter potions. That's crazy. Yeah. And then I got the last one when we we're recording with uh, Michael and Oxy for a guest episode. And uh, it appeared in the clan notification. I didn't notice because I had my clat. Uh, my chat closed, and uh, your your clat chose. My clat chose. <laughs> I was gonna edit that out. Now I can't. <laughs> yeah, and I think it was Michael pointed it out, and it uh, I was just like, no fucking way. <laughs> I, I I don't think I'm at rate for for the pet yet. Isn't it one five thousand? Six thousand five hundred. Six thousand five. That's insane. I'm at uh three thousand two hundred and ninety right now. 
Yeah. Now, I didn't actually notice my dupe herbivore back then because um, I was doing mm -hmm. it like on stream as content. Yes, herbivore is great content. And the first one I got was 3kc. So that one I definitely noticed. That was oh my God. really early. And then um, it was like a few, a few weeks later, someone came into my Twitch chat. This is like, this is a while ago. It's like two years ago. I was a brand new streamer. And they're like, hey, uh, you have the pet? And I was like, yeah. And then I opened the log to show and it said two. And I oh have God. no idea when I got that second one. No clue. Yeah. That kind of happened to me too, but with the heron pet, um, I was going to take a screenshot of my rock golems, and I was like, wait, why do I have two herons? And I must have gotten a dupe heron some point after, like, the same week while I was fishing uh, uh on mobile, and I just never noticed. Because um, I got my first one fishing Karambwanji. <laughs> Of all things. Is that like and insanely then, rare? It's so rare. It's like the rarest way to get the pet. And then uh, the same week, I got a Duparin fishing the Carambons himself, which is also, I think, pretty rare. I think Carambons have a yeah. pretty bad chance of the pet. Don't quote me on that. I could be speaking on my ass. I, I think it's just like mid at, at Carambons okay. itself. I think it's like slightly below average, I want to say, but. I don't actually know either. Mm, the base chance at Karom once, I looked it up, 170,000. Okay. That means nothing to me without any uh, reference to other rates. Yeah, what's, uh, like, what's like Tuna Swordfish? Mm, let's see. Tuna Swordfish is a 1 in a 257,000 base chance, so it's actually more okay. common. Yeah, but you can just... You could fish swordfish so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two you can ticks, two, two, that's two, why two preferred. Mm -hmm. That is true. Interesting. See, that means that rate's actually, like, decent from Karim uh, ones, all things considered. Let's sort by base chance. Yeah. Although, um... Yeah, it's, like, it's actually slightly above average. Uh, it's just, it's, like, above the, the middle area. The only things that are better are infernal eels, dark crabs, monkfish, rainbow fish, Lobsters, sacred eels, sharks, anglerfish, and then fishing trawler. Yeah, but all those are significantly slower to catch. Dark crabs actually would be a good way to get the pet, because you fish those pretty frequently. Yep. If you're not looking to take me up, that is. Uh, dark crabs are actually really nice. I did quite a bit of them uh, while fishing, but random people PKing me for my 4K GP was uh, really obnoxious. Yeah, man. I like some of the skilling methods in the wilderness and some of the things in the wilderness. But man, just like the RNG chance of some guy pulling up and just killing my ass is like man, <laughs> it's mm -hmm. just annoying. Like Yeah. They're not getting an anything out of it. It's just an inconvenience to me. Like fuck. <laughs> I just saw the base chance for getting hair and pet from minnows since I'm on the list. Because I'm doing minnows <laughs> right yeah. now. Yeah. As we're doing this, I was like, oh god, it's like one in a mill. <laughs> it is yeah. the worst. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I would not want to try to get the pet there. How cool would it be if I just got it now while I'm doing minnows? <laughs> oh, that'd be insane. I think I got the heron while we were recording on the uh, Boon Bay podcast, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the two ways to get pets 
uh, I've found is either to record a podcast or be playing D&D. <laughs> <laughs> the number of pets that I've gotten while uh, playing D&D or my players have gotten the pets is just insane. <laughs> Speaking of D&D, like, I've been playing with the idea of finding someone to make a RuneScape campaign mm. and get some other streamers along to do a RuneScape themed D&D stream. I think that could be like really cool. That would be very cool. Um my buddy Archelon actually wants to run a RuneScape D&D game after uh after our current game is over in like a month or so. Yeah, it's just so. really hard to find a, a GM that is comfortable being mm -hmm. on stream and doing yeah. all of that. And knowing RuneScape, of course, that is that's a hard find. Yeah. That's my hurdle is like I know RuneScape, but I don't know the RuneScape lore or anything. So like I wouldn't want to run a RuneScape D&D game cuz like I uh... And it'd, I'd also want to like homebrew a bunch of items so that like you know, you could have cool things, but like I don't yeah, know I'd, how I'd I go about the problem that. is I would probably end up prepping for like way too long cuz I'd I'd like want to make magic items out of all the fucking items <laughs> in the game basically. It's like, hold on, guys, I need two hours in real time to just make herbal potions, too. <laughs> <laughs> I need to add all of the mechanics of RuneScape to D&D. &D, yeah. At that point, you're just like, you're, you're yeah. like hardcore you theory crafting an account. for your turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This is a skilling se uh, session, and you can only do skilling <laughs> six hours. Have fun. Gotta keep oh, it game accurate. Yeah, that, that doesn't sound uh, <laughs> particularly fun. Spend the whole session <laughs> where everybody just rolls a d20 and adds their modifiers for that skill. Over and over again. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. Sounds like fun to me. <laughs> what, you guys don't like RuneScape? Come on, I thought you said you liked AFK skilling. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to my D&D games being over because, uh, I, I run D &D, two games. Guys. <laughs> no, I love D&D, &D, but I've been a forever DM for so long. The last time I was a player was actually in a year game, which I think ended like over a year and a half ago at that this was point. a long time ago, yeah. Yeah, maybe two years ago. I'd, I'd have to go back and check the logs. Now that I, I think have, it was like a year and a half ago. Now that I have a job that isn't the weirdest piece of shit job that I have to work at random times all the time, I'm like considering... Mm -hmm starting up a new game but it would probably have to be a weekend game because yeah i work on monday to friday now so yeah i would not be able to join because i work uh weekends unfortunately which is Just why don't. i record these on wednesdays that's actually good because <laughs> i work weekend too like every other weekend yeah you have a every once in a while when i hop in your your chat you you talk about like your work schedule and it sounds kind of weird it's uh very uh, wonky yeah, what, what do you do for, for work, if you don't mind me asking? I try not to go too specific, because it's, like, okay. easily doxable, yeah. but let me try and say it in a, in a nice way. I do IT tech support. That's a, uh, as okay. general as it gets, I guess. Um, yeah, that's fair. But my company has, like, very different customers all around the world, so we mm -hmm. go 24-7 shift work. So okay, yeah. sometimes I am there at night repairing things. Sometimes I'm there in the day. So I flip schedule all the time. 
I'm constantly would... jet lagged. <laughs> yeah, that would be horrible for me. I I already have like really bad insomnia, so like attempting to also switch my sleep schedule around would uh I think that would absolutely destroy me. I have this superpower that I can just go to sleep uh whenever I want to. I can just God, lay I down wish. on the floor and sleep right now if I wanted to. So that's good, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah. Last night for me, I guess to this morning for you or what whatever time it was, uh you sent me a message saying, Hey, we're not recording in like ten <laughs> minutes, right? <laughs> gave, gave me a heart attack. Uh, uh yeah, what happened there was that we were like discussing when we were gonna record this and we went a little bit back and forth. So I had set just an yeah. alarm on my phone uh for today in the morning that it was like today. But I had mm. forgotten about it and I forgot that I have today off work, so I wouldn't be at work at this hour. So I woke up by an alarm at eight AM saying podcast and I panicked. <laughs> <laughs> hard okay so that's when i dm'd you and was like please tell me it's not right now at 8 a.m in the morning no because that was <laughs> 11 p.m for me and i normally go to bed by like 10 30 because i'm uh an old man that needs my sleep but it was like 11 and i was uh slumped in my chair and i got a dm and i was like oh no <laughs> and then i saw hey we're not recording right now right and i was like oh no did i i just scroll up and make sure i sent the right time yeah yeah um, <laughs> no that was good so i could sleep sleep some extra that was good but yeah i don't think i actually ended up falling asleep till like 1 a.m last night so that, that was great we 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 always skip this portion of the podcast when we have guests on but normally we start off kind of just talking about our weeks and what we've been up to in like runescape or anything interesting irl going on so i i think i'll kind of just start off and say i've done absolutely nothing interesting in game i've been playing nice. like other games or <laughs> when i am playing the game i'm doing irby there's other games than runescape what i know it's weird that's crazy i didn't believe it at first but um there's a game called Lethal Company that also exists. I've heard um, about that. It's very popular recently. Yeah, I, you know, I'm a bit of a hipster. I got in very early <laughs> on um, and I have been enjoying it so much. It is very fun. Um, we've been playing modded and sometimes when I'm bored and I'm doing Irby, I'll just open up the... Uh, the mod page for it and just like scroll through the mods and i've been slowly curating a mod pack that's uh to my taste and it's it's great i love it wow you guys do anything cool this week i'm trying to think of what i've been doing this week <laughs> <laughs> uh let me think i like my life is literally working sleeping and streaming that's all i have time mm -hmm. to do so I've been doing this like Christmas special streams this week where mm -hmm. I have a Christmas tree and if someone gives a sub or gets some bits or something, they get a little Christmas ball on the tree with their name on it. And we've been doing like um, Christmas mass chambers with Santa hats on and Christmas themed stuff basically all week. So it's been really fun. We're going to do it a couple more days before Christmas as well. So. Hell yeah. Good times. Yeah, I, I hopped in, I think, the first day you were doing that, and uh, 
struggling a bit with with the markers on the on the Christmas uh, decorations, but oh yeah, there's glitter uh, everywhere, all over my keyboard. Um, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. you're you're never gonna get that glitter out. You're gonna Gotta eight months from now yeah. find glitter. Yeah, I actually had to shower after the stream because I couldn't get the <laughs> glitter off my body. It's like everywhere. And and now there's gonna be glitter in your shower for the next four or five months. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're gonna clean your shower, and <laughs> there's still gonna be glitter. It will just appear. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'll survive. Decorations, you know. Yeah. No, but except from that, like in game, I'm kind of hunting for a blowpipe right now. It's one of the core items I want before I do Inferno on the UIM. So I hope hope to get that pretty soon. Don't you have a twisted bow on your... I do have a twisted bow. <laughs> you still need that's... a blowpipe, Spark. Well... Yeah, yeah. I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just I saying, that's, that's such a weird <laughs> progression. <laughs> I had a twisted bow before I had a trident on this account. Because that is insane. 19k Ivan's raiding? Were you an Ivan's raider? Yes, I was Ivan raiding, and I got a 19k CT bow. <laughs> it makes Solra so much easier, though, now that I'm hunting things. What's the, what's the command in Petscape for the any raiders? Uh, exclamation, the... sure. I found it. Okay, can you, can you please post that in the uh, broadcast chat? chat? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> Pretty much. Now, it was kind of interesting because I wasn't planning on doing chambers at all up to that time. Uh, like, I have a very, like, strict way of playing my UIM. I, I have this mindset that I have to do certain things before other things because of inventory management and stuff. And uh, I wasn't planning on going chambers at all, but someone kept nagging about taking them to learners, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. We'll do learner raids. And this was like the shadiest learner raids ever. We were like six, seven people just fucking around. I had an Ivan staff and then I pulled a Tebow. Uh, 14,000 points. That is insane. In like a six-man raid or something. It was wild. <laughs> and the fact that it was your drop too. Yeah, the of, fact of that everyone. I got that is wild. I can't imagine your DPS was very good with Ivan's blast, probably like a rune crossbow and what a dragon scimitar. I actually or think what? I had a both at that point because I got spirited in CG okay. too. Um, gotcha. I didn't know how long ago this was. If uh, I also had both before Trident, I'm pretty sure. Or I guess your account, you said your account's a year and a half old, yeah, approximately. Okay, yeah, so Song of the Elves would have been out for a long time by then. Yeah, no, I don't really remember the timeline of my gear at that point, but I was just not expecting any drops at all. It was just learning chambers, like teaching someone, and mm -hmm. that was supposed to be it. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I, uh, I hope, uh, you know, Bird can get some luck with some drops. You know, it doesn't have to be a Tebow, but dude. <laughs> he needs a Dex. Yeah, I'm gonna Even. hunt a Dex after the blowpipe, and then I'm basically ready for Inferno. Yeah, that's basically my been my gear progression at this point. Is I've been chasing, you know, object after object to do the Inferno. Mm -hmm. Blowpipe was the last one I got, I think. Um, and now I'm just chasing Dex, and like, if I happen to get a uh, um anguish from demonic gorilla's tasks on the along the way, 
cool, but I'm not too worried about anguish, honestly. We kind of have the same plan, because I'm thinking the same. I want an anguish, too, before. And I was playing with the idea of getting a blood scepter, but that is a lot of work. Yeah, I, have I was a also playing wound. with that, but it's like, I need to go get a fang. Mm. And they're going to nerf fang at some point, so then I'm going to need to get, like, I don't know, like, Blade of Saildor and the Bladed Moon, if that comes out. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> Saildor isn't that much better than a tent whip well here's the thing i don't have a tent whip <laughs> well, go get a tent whip then i have three tridents from the boss oh no and no and t one pet and two jars but no tentacles wow <laughs> i mean i don't know skill issue uh Maybe if i need. were to get um <laughs> blood scepter i would have to death pile Go to Wildy, do Vedion mm. until I get an Ancient Scepter back. No, Ancient Stuff. Then I would have to go to Muspa and get that. And then, lastly, Verdovis and grind that out. That's a, that's a long grind for that one item. Can't you, can't you buy the Ancient Staff for like 85k? Only once after the quest. Uh, only once, that's it. And then it's gone. I thought they added a new way to get them. Did they Did not? They? Uh, no, they didn't. I'm pretty sure that uh, as a UIM, once you claim the staff and drop it, uh, you have to either get it back from the Wildy yeah. or there is a one in, I believe, 500 chance to get it from mummies under the pyramid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, thank you. And yeah, I've, I've seen people do that, but yeah, no. <laughs> I'd rather death pile then. Oh yeah, Therm is, of course, an option. But, but I like don't have one in 107, so. Yeah, and I don't yeah. have 93 Slayer, so. Dang, so you're planning on doing uh, Inferno with no occult? Yes. <laughs> right, Am I going to regret it? Yes. Every time I splash on the nibblers, I'm going to cry. It's, it's true. Occult is so powerful for how easy it is to get. Like, yeah, you need a high Slayer level, but, like, the boss is so easy to kill. Yeah. And it's easy to rack up the KC. But there is a chance I'll get an occult, though. If I go, like, super dry on the decks. I might level Slayer mm. in between and get an Occult before I go Inferno. We'll see. Yeah. It's a, it's a pretty good upgrade. <laughs> it is. 10% Mage Strength is insane. Might not be 10% for much longer, though. Oh, gosh. That's true. true. Yeah, we, we were supposed to last week talk about Project Rebalance, but um, we ended up spending four hours uh, talking about the survey instead. Yeah, next week's episode, uh, we'll talk about project rebalance and uh yeah that that's i i i'm excited to see what they do with mage strength but we, we don't know for sure what their plans are i'm excited for uh, what their plans for the void waker is they didn't really specify much except yeah. that they want to kind of nerf it how do you nerf a weapon that always hits though 55 percent spec make it never hit <laughs> yeah like you can make it so it's not a guaranteed hit i've seen that floated around but then what does the void waker do <laughs> is it just a a mage melee hmm. like i don't i don't know like what would be the point of it overtaking a claws or even an ags you know because at that point isn't it just like a bad ags yeah. I think uh, Claws rised in price after they announced the Void Oh, Waker I wouldn't stuff. be surprised. Yeah, did you see the uh the 
price of the scythe is skyrocketed. Yeah, and that's good because I have a scythe in the bank on my main account that's been laying there for a year that I haven't touched, so profits. Oh, man, I when the scythe was at its lowest, I almost bought one, but I was like, I don't want to have to liquidate stuff. Scythe isn't that good, anyways. I wish I, I wish I bought one. The only it reason I have one so is I wanted to learn TOB at one point when I was still playing the main. And um, mm -hmm. this other streamer, uh, Hona RS, if you've heard about her, she. Uh, Don't think so. She lended me 500 mil to buy a scythe back then because I didn't have oh my money. God. It was 500 mil. And then um, what happened was that the scythe dropped even more. And I didn't really get anything from TOB, and I started doing other stuff. And then she came to me, like, six months later, and she's like, hey, I need my money back. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't have your money. So I sold my Tebow and paid her back. No. <laughs> and I kept the scythe. And I, then I just kind of stopped playing the main for a while. So that's the only reason I have a scythe, <laughs> because I, I did a little bit of uh, lending of money. Well <laughs> At least you've probably made a profit. I imagine Tebow has been pretty stable at whatever you sold it at. Yeah, I think um, it was like 1.2. And the site okay. went well, up by almost 500 mil from what I had. So yeah. I think I made a, maybe a 200 mil profit there. Yeah, 200, 300 mil, depending on yeah. the, the exact time frame. Yeah, that's, that's pretty nice. Um, I. I remember at one point I bought a bunch of um I bought a bunch of uh fangs because they were like super cheap and sold them like not even like a week later. And <laughs> I think I made like 50 mil on it or something cuz there's just like a random uh drop in the price shortly after uh they kind of dipped. I don't I don't remember what the reasoning was, but I think that's the one and only successful flip I've ever done. <laughs> Not bad. Not yeah, bad I think at just all. about every item that's sitting on my main is uh, a successful flip that I did not intend for. Hell yeah. I yeah. Most of my flips are very unsuccessful and also unintentional. Uh, a little bit after TOA came out, I sold my Lance to buy the Fang. Lance uh shot up in price and Fang uh plummeted. So that was a that was a cool cool little uh trick I did there. <laughs> that was after the um they nerfed the Fang cuz it was double rolling the defense check. Um Bird, did we ever get to like what you you've done this week? No. I was about to say we, we forgot Bird. <laughs> I mean I just kind of like wasn't piping up. Uh, I finished with leagues. I'm done. I'm out. Um, mm -hmm. I, I managed, you got your dragon cup. Yeah, I got my dragon cup, and I fucked off immediately. Um, there was a there was like a week there um, that I was like one two thousand points from getting dragon, and I, I, I'm just like done with leagues. It I, I just couldn't get myself to log in, and I finally did, and I just just like. I'll do some clues, and then I went and did uh, all the Jad challenges, and then I fucked off. I'm not the seven Jad challenge. I, I'm not fucking with that. I didn't even try it. I don't want to bother. I'm, Dude, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure it would be kind of fun to try it, but I'm just, I'm not in the mood. 
I I'm done. I got my Dragon Cup. I I went and I bought specifically the Vengeance scroll and nothing else because I actually really like the sound that the new Vengeance animation makes because they made all the like fiery effects on all the the recolors mm-hmm. and the reanimations. I don't like any of the other ones. The death animation I don't like. The respawn animation I thought I would like because I thought it was going to make it so you'd like pop back into existence, but they did not make it look like that. It's you just like appear with fire around you and it's lame. And I'm like, okay. What about the Alk one? The Alk one, I like the animation, but as I've stated before, I'm a game sounds guy. Oh, yeah, I don't (laughs) like the new sound from it. I like the original alchemy sound is so nostalgic for me. I cannot replace that. My brain is just like, there's noises on these things. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I'm weird. I there was a long period of time, um, sometime in high school that I would just do agility alchemy all the time. Just I'd get home from school and I just wanted to chill and relax. I'd go to the the Sears agility course because that's like the point of my account I was at. And I'd just, you know, I'd have bought, like, limit of every type of dehyde body from the GE because they were always good alks, and they probably still are. Um, and you just, I'd just run the course, and I'd agility alk, and that sound has just become, it's, it's just a sound that I like now. <laughs> My buddy would always be, like, chopping magic trees down south of uh, Sears. I'd, like, run down there and, like, say some stupid shit and then keep running laps. It was a good time, you know? It's kind of Simple weird days. when you when you said that the bird sound from woodcutting popped up in my head. That's, <laughs> you that's, know, a, that's, that's little, a sound. That's yeah. a because <laughs> I remember that I've, from back in the day. I've gotten the I've gotten the RNG chance for it to be the ACB sound before. Oh God, yeah, I've heard about that, that is, uh, but I never heard it. Yeah, that sounds like an absolute jump scare while like, <laughs> you're just trying to AFK. Was. Yeah, I I remember I don't. I don't know what I was doing, but it was at the start of the leagues, and I had game sounds on, and I I remember going, "That makes a noise." <laughs> and I got roasted because everyone's like, "Yeah, of course it makes a noise." So I was like, "Well, how was I supposed to know?" Yeah, I don't, I don't remember what it was sounds. either, but I do remember being like, "Yeah, fucking, of course it does, dummy." <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I'm done with leagues. Um, I've been playing some other games. Um, that immediately after finishing leagues. Um, and slightly before it as well, while I was like not wanting to log into leagues because I was just kind of done. Um, and don't get me wrong, by the way, leagues was really fun. Uh, this happens to me every leagues. The start of it, I'm like gaming, having a great time for like three weeks or so, and then I just stop caring. Yeah, and that's same. why in the past I've never gotten Dragon Cup is because I just stopped caring. And like, I I had Dragon Cup at one point during. Shattered Relics, but then they extended the league like 600 times, and so I was just like, I'm not, I'm not gonna keep competing, guys. Come on. <laughs> so, uh, I ended up only getting Rune Shattered Relics. This time I was very, pretty excited for the, the fixed points, because now I can just be like, wow, look, I already have my Dragon Cup. I, it was cool to just be able to log back in the main game and just be like, give me my Dragon Cup right now. Yep. That was neat. Um, immediately afterwards, did some some star mining and then got to 92 mining and now i have gone to the amethyst dimension that's this this is my life now i just play other video <laughs> games and mine amethyst amethyst is really nice but as a main i probably would just do stars nowadays uh because it's yeah more I, just want my, I just want my pink darts but yeah pink darts 
and maybe pink arrows. I don't know if you really care to stock up on that. I don't Or care. if you'll have enough for dragon the arrows. The dragon arrows I have from my gauntlet grind. Yeah, that's and fair. I, I haven't even gone back for my pet in my sailor yet, so. Yeah. Sailor will be hopefully a bit more valuable after project rebalance and a bit yeah. more useful. We'll yeah, see. I would love that. Because um, I have a little sailor in my inventory. Yeah, I want to get it. The sailor is, is something I've just kind of always wanted. Um, back when I used to grind gauntlet on my main, that was that was before the days of the Bofa. So mm-hmm. I forget what my final gauntlet KC on the main was. I think it was somewhere around 600. Uh, and I never got the Sailor. Yeah, 626 Corrupted Gauntlet. I never got an Enhanced Weapon Seed or a Sailor back when it was just the Sailor. And I was very sad. But I did get three pets. Um, oh my god. So, you know, that's cool. One of those pets was from regular Gauntlet as well. I Holy shit. when they added when they added combat achievements to the game, I did like a couple regular gauntlets just to knock them all out real quick, except for the speedrunning ones because I'm bad and I don't know how to speedrun gauntlet yet. And I didn't even notice it because I was just like running the combat achievements. It was the same thing you guys were talking about earlier. We like went to the collection mm-hmm. log and saw that you had another one of the pets. I went back and noticed that I had I think it was a second one, maybe a third one. I don't remember which order that was. <laughs> So I had to go back and look through my screenshots because I had pet screenshots. It was your your second one. I remember this. Yeah, I, I went back and looked through the the pet screenshots, and I was like, "Oh, I got it while I was grinding regular gauntlet combat achievements. That is significantly crazy. more rare." <laughs> yeah, that is. I forget what the rates are, um, but let's see. There was a guy in my clan who got unenhanced from regular gauntlet. I think I I know someone. Yeah, so the reward chest rate from Corrupted for the um, pet is 1 in 800. From regular gauntlet, it goes up to 1 in 2,000. Holy shit. (laughs) And I still don't have an enhanced weapon seed on that account. Oof. I was very sad. But I got extremely spooned on the iron. I think I got it like 40-something KC. So I was like, you know what? I forgive you, video game. All is forgiven. I want to apologize in advance to people who are dry at CG for what I'm about to say. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I green-logged CG at 48 KC. God damn. God. How many, how many armor seeds do you have at that point, though? One. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the... I mean... Yeah, I guess you, you need to go back for Bofa. But... I mean, originally you could Both just... without full crystal is just pain. Yeah. You could just uh, be like, all right, well, I got a sail door, don't need a Bofa, but you, you probably want a Bofa. It's, it's pretty pretty good. I used to there think are... that the sail door worked with the crystal armor, but it doesn't. It should, you honestly. Would, Fuck it. You would think, yeah. I used to think that, because I was like, oh, of course it does, because it's from I'd the same to... place. <laughs> I'd have to do the DPS calcs to like actually decide if, fuck it, we should do that. But it feels like it should do that just because, like, it would make the weapon more interesting that you'd have to wear the crystal armor, maybe. I don't know. It's I mean, I'd have to run the numbers for and decide if that would be interesting or not, you know? Do if, if it worked just like the, the Bofa effect where it's 15% damage, 30% accuracy, that would be insane. Because it would it's... make it a very accurate weapon. Yeah. It's the, you know, it's tied for best in slot non 
affect having uh melee weapons, you know? If they if they made it so that the damage was less and it was just like the equivalent of wearing like, you know, bandos with like a Nezi or something. So like wearing mm-hmm. Torva would still be better or something, but it gave you a shit ton of accuracy. That could be interesting. I don't know. I mean, isn't that what um Void kind of does? Doesn't it give you a bunch of accuracy or something? Yeah, it does. Um But, you know. Yeah. You also become kind of a piece of paper when you're wearing void. Isn't crystal also paper though? No. Crystal's like pretty decent defensively. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking at it and it seems pretty bad. It's not paper. You should you should look at void. <laughs> void. Okay, give me a second. I believe void has like mage defenses and that's like it. Yeah. Hate to break it to you, bud. They have the same defenses. Oh, do they actually? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> They're all it's like 45 across the board. It's pretty bad. What? Cr- Crystal does not have 45 range defense. Crystal has like really pretty good 68 range. 68 okay. S- for the body. Six, 68. I'm sorry. Everything else is like 45. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> 68 is not very high though. We look at uh Bandos armor. Where is uh Bandos? Uh Bandos chestplate has 133. Yeah. So and you can get even tankier than that. Torva is insanely tanky, as it turns out. As I learned, uh Door is better with uh Torva than it is with Justy. Which seems backwards to me, but you know, I'm not a game dev, so who am I to say? But uh, I think now is a good time to go to break, and then we can come back with some Q&A stuff. All right. Today's episode is sponsored uh, by the Mining Guild's one and only Bologna. She is in charge <laughs> of the, um, the Amethyst Mines, the special Amethyst Mines. Those of you that are friends of Faldor can access the much larger cave that has plenty of Amethyst Mines. Come down to the Mining Guild today, become a friend of Faldor, and mine Amethyst to your heart's content. This week's episode is sponsored by Irene of the Mushroom Forest. Uh, go, go talk to her and uh, learn all about the joys of melting down uh, some fossils and getting a bunch of prayer XP. It's, it's just free prayer XP. Today's episode is sponsored by the ducks outside of the Minnows. Come on down and feed them some bread. It's very important. Join the class. This week's episode is also sponsored by our patrons over on Patreon. For as little as $2, you guys can get ad-free episodes every week whenever we actually release them and also uh, support the show. Uh, and at the Tea Drinker tier, we have Dinosaur, Goth Pout, Serenade, Swole Beans and Gravy, and Taco Mania. At the $5 Tea Enthusiast tier, we have Sam Thompson. And at the $10 T aficionado tier, the cutest patrons we have: Cloud Kicker, Lay Slayer, Sudtone, and Big Dog Larry. Thank you all for your continued support of the show. Wow. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for sitting through the break. We got some Q&A questions from uh, Twitter that some people asked. I'm afraid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's some interesting questions. 
We also have uh, a few in the broadcasting chat, which is uh, a plug to the Discord and the Twitter, uh, where you can uh, listen to these lives on the... Where you, uh, bleh, bleh, bleh. You, got this. you can listen to the recordings live on the Discord, and you can get all of our announcements and stuff whenever we're doing uh, guest episodes over on the Twitter. But um, the, the first question I wanted to ask uh, Alfie asked, why did you decide to play UIM over a regular Iron Man or a Hardcore? That is actually a, a kind of funny story. So, um, I had uh, maxed my main. I was pretty tired of playing a main account. So I had started this um, Hardcore Snowflake concept. Uh, we can get more into that uh, later if, if you're interested. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of playing that for the most part. and. Uh, I was always joking around about, oh, a UIM would be cool because one of my, my best friends is Molly Music and she's a, she's a UIM as well. And people were always mm. like, hey, Molly has a UIM. When are you going to play UIM? So what I did is I did a big event, a 24-hour stream, where the concept was I make a UIM and see how far can I get on a UIM in 24 hours. Like, am I good enough? have I the knowledge to get, like, really far. And that was supposed to be, like, it. 24 hours, UIM. Ha ha ha, it's a joke. And then Mm -hmm. somewhere along those 24 hours, I got some sort of brain damage or something, and I was like, shit, this is super fun. (laughs) This is, like, actually fun to play. So then I just ditched my hardcore snowflake and was like, fuck it, I'm a UIM now. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I think with every UIM we've interviewed, they, they all agree there's there's something wrong with them <laughs> that makes them want to play a UIM over uh, another kind of account. Yeah. And I think that doubles for the uh, the snowflakes we've interviewed. That's, <laughs> not only are they snowflakes, they're also UIMs, but... Uh, yeah, UIM is... Like we were talking in the in the pre-recording, UIM completely changes how you play the game. Like Iron Man changes a lot, but it's just kind of playing like how you did as a kid. But UIM is a whole different ball game. Like you're you have to think about everything so different. Yeah, it it really is, but it's also really fun because okay, I'm a person who likes planning things that might like add into it, I guess, because I feel like I do have to plan a little bit ahead what I want to do. I can't just, like, go and do everything at once. Uh, But I I set the goal pretty early after I decided that this is, like, a thing now, that my goal was going to be to get on Inferno Cape. So Mm. from there on, I kind of just, like, I wrote a list of what gear do I want to do this, and then what's the best route to get all these items, get the parts, get the the gear, all of that. So I kind of, like step by step followed like just a route that I made myself that I planned myself and uh, mm-hmm. it was kind of like a fun little like mini game for me to like figure out what I want to do and where I want to go and and then like sub goals emerged along the way like now I want to go and get diary cape and you know I want to do mm-hmm. clues along the way and stuff like that yeah I think that's kind of one of the benefits of UIM over like a normal Iron Man is that it's not so solved. Um, Because, like, there's the... 
I don't remember the name of the guide, but there's like that really popular guide that all the uh the people follow to start off on like a hardcore or normal Iron Man uh to rush to get Barrow's gloves. And uh I don't think there's I mean, it could just be my ignorance. I don't think there's a similar guide for UIM. Are you talking about, like, Optimal Quest Guide, or...? No, um... Okay, because I'm, I'm completely out of it if there's some other guide. Um, I believe I saw a guide at one point for... Not for UIM, so for Irons, and it said, like, get 99 Fire Make, and I was like, no, absolutely <laughs> fucking yeah, was, not. That was me, too. I was like, all right. <laughs> it's the Osiris Iron Man sounds like shit. Um, but yeah, I've never followed a guide as a UIM. I've never looked up a guide. I just play my UIM like I would play my main, just restricted. I uh, mm-hmm. I hate guides. I feel like it limits my thinking if I follow a guide. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm know. kind of the same way. I I followed the optimal quest guide like extremely loosely starting out my account. I was like, okay, yeah, these early quests, you know, there's a there's a solved order that it's like good to do them in. I'll do that. By the time I was like halfway, not even like halfway, maybe like a third of the way through the list, I was like, all right, I'm doing whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't care anymore. Yeah, and I feel yeah, like we... every UIM plays differently. No one has the same things in their looting bag. Like I, I look at some UIM's looting bag and I'm like, why the fuck are you keeping those things? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> I don't know. People are are value items differently. Yeah, there's a um a Twitter account. I see it every once in a while pop up. It's like cursed UIM oh, yeah. <laughs> uh inventories or something. Oh, what's fun. I like that. Uh one. yeah, I I never understand what's going on in those pictures. <laughs> uh because I'm not a UIM. But some of the inventories I see are, are absolutely wild. UIM cursed images, that's what it is. The fun thing is like I can open my looting bag and Every single item in there, I have a plan for. It's uh, it's nice. Like I know what I'm gonna use it for or why I'm keeping it. Hmm. God, yeah. Some of these inventories are just like I. Sometimes I struggle to do a single kill of a boss with a full inventory of food and supplies if I'm just, you know, being a shitter that day. And then I see like a picture of whale with four inventory slots um, free. I just posted like, my current inventory and looting bag in the chat now. Um, if you guys are curious. This is how I'm playing right now. I'm doing Minnows right now. That is awful. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just like... Oh, God, the Calquat sapling just in the inventory too oh yeah that's because i was gonna i was gonna go plant that earlier but i already had one but it was dead so i decided to revive it instead so i'm just waiting for that Mm. one to finish growing so i can plant my next one my lord (laughs) i respect that you keep the uh the torture and the uh um tormented ornament kits those um yeah i really want to use those at least before i like suddenly decide i want to bag things and then throw them out but yeah. I am I curious space. what the plan for both Z Spear and Z Hosta is. So one of them are. is uh, clearly for mm-hmm. uh future Dragon Hunter lands. And then mm-hmm. uh, so one I is just for Corp. Yeah. I'm greedy. Isn't, <laughs> isn't Fang better at Corp now? Uh maybe. Maybe. Maybe I'll I'll switch it, it out once I so... get that. Fang yes. is better if you're not completely specking it down, but as soon as you turn it into a big chicken, 
uh, the the uh, spear becomes better. Interesting. Yeah. I have this philosophy that if I can store it and it's not a hassle, I'll keep it until I don't have to. Like, if I suddenly need space, I'm going to look at all the items and be like, okay, what mm -hmm. is not yeah, worth keeping? Yeah. Yeah, that's some... It's definitely some some inventory. <laughs> I I I don't think I could play like that. I uh, I hoard my items and uh, I I I would not. If I were to do any piece of content, I swear to God, it would take me an hour just to manage my inventory. If I if my uh, bank would look like that, it would just be <laughs> it would be bad. Or not my bank, my inventory. It's a lot, but it's uh, it's a lot of fun too. Yeah, I guess it it also kind of forces you to get good because you're restricted on how much space you can even put supplies in. You know, that is true. I don't like really think about that damage. that much, but yeah, you can always death yeah. pile to do PVM if there's like a quest boss that you need some extra space for, or you know mm -hmm. things like that. But there are UIMs that don't death pile or death bank or use looting bags. Yeah, that's true. I know there's a lot of um, different opinions on uh, the state of UIM and uh, changes that have been made over the years. It's uh, definitely it... easier now than before. Do you think that's better or? <sighs> like, I'm a relatively or... new UIM, like, mm -hmm. thinking about it that way. So for me personally, I think it's great because I'm not sure if I would have enjoyed it as much back in the day maybe mm -hmm. i would maybe i wouldn't like i think it's good that it's more accessible but i'm also like i don't want it to be too much either like i have i have pretty strong opinions on like um storing items in the house and stuff like i don't want everything to be storable because that takes away the fun of having to decide things so it's like there yeah, has to be then, like a middle ground if everything's storable in the house and that's just essentially a, a bank. more obnoxious <laughs> bank yeah but I can understand some things being storable. But there are a lot of inconsistencies in RuneScape. Like, for example, I can store my dragon boots with the ornament kid, but I can't store a god sword with the ornament kid. Mm, yeah. So there's, like, very weird things there. I know Bird was complaining the other day about not being able to store something yeah, that so had a kit. There are a lot of things that you can store that when they are kitted. So, like, ornamented dragon armor, for example, can be stored. Mm -hmm. um, I believe the ornamented dragon scimitar can be stored. Yes. Um, ornamented uh, jewelry, basically, in its entirety, cannot be stored. That's true. Why? What the fuck is... I don't understand. doesn't make any sense. It's just... For, as a non-UIM, it just doesn't make any sense that we're like, yes, yeah, some ornamented things can be, and some can't. Make up your minds, guys. Mm -hmm. That would be insanely I, I, OP if UIMs could store that, like, from a UIM perspective. Yeah. If I could I store Sunlight. I think that's literally just that way for UIM but, And I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but on the other yeah. side, like, how many UIMs get the ornament kits? Like, they're pretty rare. You gotta mm -hmm. grind a lot. Like, is it is it like, oh, you've grinded and unlocked it, so you deserve to store it? You can go that approach. Like, it's not easy escape, because <sighs> it takes a while to grind right i don't know there's <laughs> an idea to be fair with that though that's just like did you get the good rng like 
this how many people playing are this game grind. as an Iron Man is did you get the good RNG? Well, That's yeah, fair. you can say that yeah. for for anything. Yeah, you can be like, uh, uh, for example, for like um, stash units. Oh, you have to grind out construction for that. Eh? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's locked behind something, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I. Uh... On on this show, we we frequently say things shouldn't be balanced around Iron Man, and I think that quadruply is true for UIM. But I agree. But making more exceptions would be. Yeah, I think annoying. that if they're worried about changing things because of UIM, they should just make it so that that change doesn't apply to UIM. <laughs> so I I agree to a certain extent. Um. Like, okay, a good example is forestry, because there was a lot mm. of stupid shit with forestry. Like, if we take oh, away the aware. fact that forestry <laughs> is, like, a whole fucking disaster in itself, um, they didn't allow you to give the forest their logs unless they were noted in the start, mm-hmm. which is just, like, stupid. Like, why? Why what? was that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> Like, you're, you're locking, basically, UIMs out of the content just because of something that makes no sense. Yeah, there's no reason it should have been like that. That's, like... I mean, the reason it worked like that is just because it was like, all right, in order to buy this thing, you need, like, 600 of this type of log. Yeah, you need And the only the way to have all of those at once is to have them as notes. Yeah, and of they course. they didn't think about it, I guess, for UIMs. Yeah, so. that was a whole outrage. I, I voiced my opinion on it because, of course, things shouldn't be catered to UIM, but at least make it like an option to store the logs for something so silly as forestry. So it's like... Yeah. And they did they change that, but I got so balance. much hate on Twitter for that. You have no oh, idea. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. Like, the, the people ringing about uh, Iron Man catering. You chose, you chose the game mode, idiot! Yeah. Yeah. Like... We shouldn't balance the game around Iron Man, but they should still consider Iron Man when making choices. I know that doesn't sound like much of a distinction, but like, you know, having the logs have to be noted. There's no balance in that. That's just, you know, how it works. It's like QOL stuff, basically. Yeah, basically. So, yeah, but I do agree. Don't think about irons when you're making content but do make it Mm -hmm. so it's not impossible to do yeah exactly uh i think you kind of alluded to this account earlier but um frederick over on twitter uh wants to know uh if we'll ever see the return of effort locked was that your that was my hardcore snowflake account yes okay Uh, what was this account? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, as I said, after I maxed my main account, I was bored of it and I wanted something new. And this was like around the time where everyone and their mom had a Snowflake account. They were popping mm-hmm. up everywhere. So I started to think about, like, what do I enjoy to do in RuneScape? And it all boiled down to achievement diaries. That was some of the thing I really enjoyed doing. So mm-hmm. I made an achievement diary locked hardcore. <laughs> Um, which was a little, I, I liked the concept. It was fun. The concept was basically that I had taken all the achievement diary steps and put them in a spreadsheet and I had to do all the ECs before I could do the mediums and so on. And there was a random generator that picked a random EC one. 
So for example, it would pick the um, plant some mute seeds in the patch in Sears. And then I was mm. basically farming locked to that contract until the step was done. So I had to like progress the game one achievement diary at a time. And uh, I couldn't do like other things except if, if it was related to that specific task. I could also not complete other diary tasks unless I got it before. Um, and it was pretty fun. I did it all the way to halfway through the medium diaries, approximately. And uh, the fun part was, since it was a hardcore, I had to do the wilderness tasks as well. Yeah, so, I think that adds a, yeah. a, a layer of um, interest to that, because like at any point the account could die. Yeah, so I uh, also made YouTube videos a little bit about that, and I've never made a YouTube video in my life. They were... I would say they're like, they're not good. <laughs> they're okay. They're fine. <laughs> uh, but since I have a full-time job, I'm streaming. I have a life somewhere. I could keep up. What, you didn't want to spend years or whatever <laughs> it took uh, It took Jeff Wright to make his first video? And then... <laughs> yeah. No, it was more like I don't have time to edit at all. Like, I couldn't yeah. do all three things. I made like eight episodes and then... I kept playing the account, but then I fell in love with UIM, and I basically scrapped it. Like, the account is still there. It's still a hardcore. It logged mm -hmm. out at the exact spot I was. I have all the spreadsheets and everything, but it was a difficult account to play because I always had to think, oh, is what I'm doing now a diary task? Oh, shit. Can I do this? Can mm -hmm. I do that? There's nothing that tells you if I'm doing something wrong. So it was like, it was kind of a chore as well to constantly have to think, am I breaking my own rules? Um, yeah, with a lot of successful snowflakes, um, it's hard to unintentionally ruin the account, you know? Yeah. It's like, just don't step over whatever imaginary line and you're good to yeah. go, usually. Or don't train a certain skill or something, you know? Yep. But with that, you know, there's a lot of things that are really dumb that are uh, early diary tasks, so I could see that being a problem one of the things that um was pretty funny that i failed on that account was um alcarade rooftop is a lum bridge and drainer diary it's not a desert diary so oh. i missed it on the list when i was looking it up and then i did a lap because i was like i swear this is a diary task oh whatever it's not on the desert one no it's lumbian drainer so <laughs> account ruined account ruined I believe uh, casting bones to peaches is also a lumby diary task. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird. No, it's it's like Alcarade is free to play, I guess. So it's like all everything mm. that's like free to play is like into the Lumbridge Rainer for some reason. It's strange. Yeah. But it it was but fun while also, it lasted. <laughs> then also being able to climb out of the Alcarid window is a desert diary task or oh uh, yeah desert diary reward. Mm -hmm. <sighs> it's strange. But yeah. It's very inconsistent. And then you have uh, things like the, the Western Diary, which is just a huge area, you yeah. know. The, the diaries are kind of weird. Like, I feel or that account uh, would have Ramsha been... Ramsha Diary is just so weird compared to the other ones, too. Yeah. No, the account would definitely have been easier as I progressed, because, you know, when you get up there, mm -hmm. as long as you're doing with, like, medium tasks, it's kind of hard to accidentally do a task, yeah. I feel like, but... In the start, I was, like, constantly fucking up. It was a mess. Yeah, and if you, if you continued that account, uh, 
you'd probably get some people absolutely roasting you even to this day and <laughs> harassing you about uh you know the ruined account probably I, but i, I would just tell them to fuck off but yeah <laughs> that's true you'd, you'd probably just ban them from your chat you uh you, you use your your timeout and your bans pretty liberally in your chat and i i absolutely respect that it's um i i didn't expect to become a streamer i'm gonna be honest with you but at one point i was like holy shit there's so much fucked up people that if anyone makes me <laughs> uncomfy i'm just gonna ban them i i don't have time or effort in my life to sit and argue with someone in my chat over some bullshit i just can't Honestly, be asked that's the way to go i don't understand <laughs> why people let uh even if they're regular in the chat just people like step all over them or, or make the atmosphere uncomfortable for others it's like just yeah if they're regular the just like yeah hit them with a timeout just like yeah yeah send them to step one yeah it's uh it's <laughs> I, I, the steps. <laughs> I do understand though it's hard for some streamers because like there are streamers who are full-time that rely on the money and let's say half of your income comes from one person and they mm. are a complete asshole that is yeah. rough like do you put That's up just a with it toxic relationship you know yeah. i think i think that the problem with that though is that you decided to become a full-time streamer with <laughs> Uh, one person being half your that stream is, income that is a, a fair point right there. <laughs> e even if you even if you got a, a rich saudi oil prince uh you know giving you the big bucks good oil wait yeah diversify the income a bit first maybe <laughs> yeah it's uh it's not that easy unfortunately but yeah <laughs> yeah uh so w why did you start streaming was it just like um, uh, that's also a weird story. Oh my god. Yeah. Because I never intended for this to happen in the first place. Nothing I do in my life I intend to happen. Things just happen to me. I don't know how things work. <laughs> um, no. So I, I used to just play a main account. I was in a Norwegian-only clan um, for a mm -hmm. long, long time. And I was on admin there. We did events and that stuff. So I always like enjoyed organizing things and you know managing things. And there was this one guy in this clan that kept pestering me because I was maxing my main. And he's like, hey, can you stream this? Stream this for me. I want to watch you do this. And I'm like, shut up. And then eventually no I was like, I was like, okay, if I stream one time on Twitch, will you just leave me the fuck alone? And he's like, yes. So I made a Twitch account and stuff and I set everything up. And it was like, you know, it was a horrible stream. I streamed in Norwegian, of all things. Mm -hmm. And I was just like mining or something. <laughs> And then I was like, okay, this is weird, but it's okay. So I did a few streams in Norwegian, and people from my clan would come and watch. So I would get affiliated really quickly. Like, I got affiliate, like, almost the first month or second month or something. Mm -hmm. And then I stopped. I was like, yeah, I don't like this. I don't want to do it. So I had affiliate already in, like, 2018? 19? Somewhere? And then Rona hit in 2020 i want to say and i suddenly had a lot of spare time and i decided to pick it back up streaming just not seriously just like shits and giggles and then people started coming in and being like english and i was like no no not english just norwegian and it, it happened so frequently that i was like you know what fuck it i should start speaking english but i was a little bit awkward about it because i didn't talk much english normally mm-hmm 
but more and more people started coming in and suddenly I had an audience and things started growing and I started taking it more seriously. I upgraded the stream, new equipment, you know, new ideas, event hosting, clans, all, all the gist. And then here we are. Hell yeah. <laughs> so Yeah. Um, the this podcast kind of sort of just happened to us i was just like hey we should do a podcast because i just want to talk about runescape uh <laughs> without getting interrupted <laughs> and uh it, i kind of also just upgraded our equipment because i'm like oh people are actually listening and it sounds terrible uh if somebody ever makes a guthix rest bingo card Talking about the origin of Guthix Rest is definitely on that bingo card. God. Yeah. This happens like every guest episode, I swear. That's funny. It really does. But it's usually just because we ask people like, hey, how did your thing start? And then, you know, the story will be like kind of similar. And then Spari or myself will be like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, make it, a, make it a drinking game. You'll be uh, drunk by the end. Yeah. <laughs> No, but uh, like, but if I'll... anyone wants to start streaming, like my first streams were horrible. Yeah, it was send it, so bro. bad. <laughs> just fucking send it. Things will get better yeah. if you just improve gradually. Yeah, I, uh, I, I've dipped my toes in streaming. Uh, it's, it's rough starting off if you don't have anyone oh, it watching. Is. Yeah, you have to talk to yourself. Ah, oh, it's so awkward. Just talk to another streamer's chat. Yeah, do the. <laughs> Oh, God. That's still um, my favorite fucking thing I've ever been told. I st who is it? Do you know? Uh, uh, T Papa I, yeah, Slice, I think. It was T Papa. I remember. That I heard that. Yeah, so the funny. It's Bull chat. Yeah. I want to get him on sometime. I think that'd be very interesting. <laughs> no, I was just monologuing. I was just like, oh, I'm going to go and do Minos now. And I was just like talking about my yeah. account. And then eventually someone came in and just started responding to what I said. And then we had a dialogue. So, yeah. That's yeah, that's way. uh that's definitely one way. That's what I would do, but at some point you you run out of things to to monologue about, especially yeah. when you're uh just become schizophrenic. Talk to the voice. <laughs> Talk to your yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, that but I see a lot of streamers that struggle with this and then um I've seen it before that they kind of like they're so used to their chat not having anyone that they kind of miss out mm -hmm. when people do come by because i've been in multiple like lower or newer uh, streamers chats where suddenly i said hi and it's taken them like five minutes to notice that i'm there and yeah that does suck <laughs> a little bit that's not how to I, go. Uh, yeah i like to hang out in small streams mostly um and i definitely have seen that if i go like to the really low viewer count sometimes and hop in a chat I'll say something and it'll just be like silence. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> you were you were talking about uh you know speaking Norwegian and uh Dante over on Twitter wanted to know uh why is Sweden so much better than Norway? Oh god. And I think I think I had to agree with him. And remind me to ban that guy. Um <laughs> he's never coming back. <laughs> I'll accept my ban as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're gone too. <laughs> No, I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> That's a forbidden question in Norway. You can get jailed for less. Oh, no. Yeah, We'll, we'll give you the uh, Fifth Amendment rights uh, so that you can uh, refuse to answer. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. good. Nope. As Americans, we'll extend that to you. <laughs> um, 
let's let's swap over we have two threads that we're going your your retweet and then then mine we'll we'll hop over back to uh your retweet uh someone wanted to know when you're planning to max the uim oh god uh stigali the bag account wanted to know. <sighs> he asked me that question like every day <laughs> <laughs> has the answer changed no like i have never intended to max this account uh, but I said the same about mm -hmm. my other account. So, we'll yeah, see. I feel like maxing is something that just, like, it happens. happens <laughs> most of the time. It's like, yeah. it's like you just kind of play an account, and eventually you get to the point where you're like, yeah, I'm close. I could max. Like, yeah, yeah, for yeah. me, uh, for me on the main, it was I had a goal of quest cape, and then I did that, and then I had a goal of uh, achievement diary cape, I did that, and then I started looking at my stats, and I was, like, 95 base. And I was like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I'm just I can knock out a few of these and then suddenly you're maxed. It's just always funny seeing an account that's like maxed combats, but like eighteen hundred total with like thousands and thousands of boss KC. Cause you're like, all right, well, you know, I respect that they don't like skilling, so they don't, but uh it looks a little goofy, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah, I've always been more of a skiller than a PVMer, personally. And I, mm -hmm. I, ha I don't do this on purpose, but I always somehow level my skills very equally. It, it just happens. Like, I, I look, oh, that's a little lower than that, and then I do that level, and then it just kind of slowly builds each skill up a little bit. <laughs> it, it looks nice when you do it that way, I'm going to be honest. Wow, I'll post my stats too, jeez. <laughs> yeah, come on, we're, we're all sharing. Hell yes. My satellite Beautiful. mode client, my fucking it's screenshot so is so much smaller. <laughs> yeah. You can you can tell everyone's uh like screen size and like if they use a uh, fixed or uh or whatever mode based on how small the uh the screenshot is. You can also see that I use the uh twenty ten um UI. Uh, it looks so weird skin. to me because I, I didn't play during that time of uh RuneScape. That was like peak for me so yeah that was oh, actually this, yeah. peak for me too when i was a kid yeah i was gonna say um this wasn't something someone asked but i'm curious when, when did you like first play runescape oh boy um i want like, to say what got it you was into it? back in oh god how old am i <laughs> <laughs> existential oh, crisis here oh no uh <laughs> Yeah, I want to say it was like around when I was like 10, 2008, 2007, around that time. Okay. I'm uh, I'm 25 now. So Okay. Gotcha. What happened was that my cousins were gamers. So I used to watch them play video games and stuff. I had very strict parents. They didn't really let me play much video games. Um and if I do play, I wasn't allowed to pay for games at all. So that was mm -hmm. a no-go. But my cousins, they were allowed, uh, yeah, basically, whatever. <laughs> so they had, like, all the stuff, all the consoles, all the games. Uh, they played World of Warcraft, they played Trackmania, you know, all the OGs. Oh, hell yeah. And RuneScape. Yeah. Uh, so I'd watched, like, my cousin play games when we were over. And then uh, it was, like, second, third grade. Around third grade, I overheard some of the kids in my class talk about runescape and i was like i want to be friends with these people like i'm a nerd <laughs> i'm a loner i need friends so 
I talked to my cousin. I was like, I've seen you play RuneScape. Can you please make me an account? So my cousin is like three years older than me. Yeah. So he made me a RuneScape account, my very first one. And I started playing and I got hooked. I really hooked on it. But I only played free to play. And I got better and better. So I started talking with these kids in my class. I'm like, oh, we play RuneScape. So we used to talk about it like every day at school, RuneScape. That was all we did. And all I did was basically chop wood <laughs> and dream about yeah, entering the Taverly Gate. <laughs> yeah, that was me, but with fishing at Barbarian Village. Oh, shit. Just sat there all day fishing and wishing I could go through the Taverly Gate. <laughs> yeah. And I got then, scammed um, for, like, my mithril armor or something, and I oh cried. No. So I just chopped wood and stuff, and I got my stats up pretty quick, and I kind of, um, I kind of progressed further than the people in my class. They became a little salty at me <laughs> that I was, like, being too nerdy about it. And they kind of, like, slowly quit. But I kept playing until the fateful day. Oh, God. Oh, EOC? No. <laughs> Oh. So I uh, I stopped playing RuneScape. I don't remember exactly when. I think it was around 2011 mm -hmm. when I rage quit the game. So what had happened was that I had finally chopped enough U-logs to buy a Ceridomin-trimmed rune set. And I was the coolest fucking person in free-to-play, in my eyes at least. <laughs> and then... I like I didn't speak English very well. I couldn't like understand half of the words in RuneScape, but I accidentally logged into a PvP world and no. someone peeked me for it in Barbarian Village. Oh no. And I cried. <laughs> and that's the last time I played RuneScape until 2016 when I came back <laughs> for old school. That is that is so sad. <laughs> the tragic backstory. And was there something in particular that made you come back to old school? Or was it just, hey, this exists now? Um, there was play. actually a guy in my... Like, I was in high school around that time. Mm -hmm. And a guy in my class came running in. And he had seen an ad for old school being back. And he's like, old school Rinskip is back! And everyone in my class started playing. Because I, I went to IT uh, school. So everyone yeah. was nerds. So everyone played old school that day at school. Nothing got done. And that, <laughs> that's great. That's nice. when I created my main. And um, yeah, I've been playing since then, 2016. Hell yeah. Uh, I mean, your story is pretty similar to, to mine. Uh, I started playing when I was like 10 years old in 2006, 2007 ish. Uh, well, I only played for a couple of years, honestly. My cousin told me about the game, uh, who was a few years older than me. Uh, but unlike you, None of my other friends played besides like my cousin and my brother. Um, and me and my brother, we shared an account back then. Uh, <gasps> account sharing, we spend. No. I know, <laughs> get him. Yeah, we didn't even know it was against the rule. We were just like, all right, yeah. cool. Uh, let's share an account. And my cousin, he actually um, gave us an account that had uh, I remember distinctly, it had a hundred combat, which was so high for us. We were like, oh my Holy god, shit. we're gods, yeah. Um, but we were only free to play still, so we're a hundred combat rocking around in free to play, um, on like that account, and then uh, we had like our own accounts as well. But uh, yeah, quit after a couple of years. Uh, when summoning came out, I, we just thought it was the stupidest skill in the game. 
uh, didn't understand how to train it at all. So we just quit. We had like a little bit of membership around then. And then my brother got back into the into old school when it first came out. And I was just like, I didn't really play that game that much. I don't really care. And it took until 2018 for me to actually start playing again. And uh, I've been hooked since then. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. The first thing good, I did, though, game. when I came back in 2016 was buy membership and walk through the Taverly Gates. Oh, yeah. The first thing I did. Yeah, I did that, <laughs> uh, I think, as well. It was just like, look at all this member stuff. Like, And what's crazy, too, is I don't have like nostalgia for a lot of the member stuff, because I never did it as yeah, a kid. Yeah, me, me neither. <laughs> I had no idea what so. the fuck was going on when I came, came back in 2016. Yeah. <laughs> and especially a lot of the... Um, the like content that's come out in old school that's like post 2007 stuff i'm like i i never experienced any of this so it's all completely new to me like pathic lawfrey i never did or um or like uh people compare uh gauntlet to dungeoneering and i'm like sure it might be near dungeoneering i never did it so i have no idea yeah, it's the same for me and a lot of people in Twitch chat. I'm like, oh, this new content seems cool. And they're like, yeah, it's from RuneScape 3. Yeah, the inspiration from that. And I'm like, oh. Every single time yeah. I mention something in, in old school that I think is cool, it's like, oh, this is inspiration from RuneScape 3. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> Honestly, you know, it was a question in the survey. I don't really care if it's content from RS3. If it's good content, add it to the game. As yeah, long as it like, fits with old school. Yeah. As long as it isn't next. Wait, hold up. <laughs> I don't want them to do what they did with next again because oh, I don't know what they bad. did. They did nothing. That's oh. the problem. They just they were like, "Here's next as she was released in 2012." I don't quite remember. Um, yeah. and they were just like, "Let's take that and just put it in old school. We're done. Uh, That's it." I see. The boss sucks. <laughs> I only did next when it came out. I did like in mass 100kc. I didn't understand how it worked because we were nuking her so fast and then that was it. Yeah, I've done I've done trios in leagues now. Um and wow, I don't want to have to do that without being able to like just d destroy the boss with leagues being enabled with fucking god mode. Yeah. The amount of supplies you go through is just ridiculous because the mechanics of the boss are just take damage. Thanks. <laughs> it's just yeah, the design watching... the design philosophy back then for making something hard was just like what if you just took a lot of damage and also what if halfway through the fight all the damage you take is also done to your prayer pretty oh, cool God. right yeah, like, no. yeah it just sounds terrible uh it's interesting I've been watching um there's like those RS3 creators that came over to old school and did a group hardcore uh, they're now normal, uh, groupies because they lost all their lives. But, uh, I've been watching, uh, Makeru, I think is how you pronounce his name. He's been, it, it's interesting seeing like his chat and himself comparing things the other way from RS3 to old school. Uh, cause they have like a completely different perspective cause they've like, they're going from like, you know, how things are in RS3 to what it's like in old school and they're talking about next the last time i was in the stream and they said it's like actually quite a bit different but yes, i don't next know has changed um since its initial release next in okay. rs3 is different as it is in its yeah. initial and release and also as such in old school 
Yeah, they're also talking about like the Angel of Death variant too. Yes, which is significantly um, different. Yeah. And I was just like, I understand some of these words. <laughs> but yeah, it's really weird hearing it like compared the opposite direction. And then you have things like um Zuck in RS3, which is a completely different fight from the old school version. Yeah, I just realized yeah. that I know like nothing about Risk of Three at all. I think yeah. the lore about Zuck is like also different in RS3. I think so. He holds a big sword in RS3. Yeah, oh, I believe. And like walks around. Because in old school, Zuck is like a failed experiment for them to like try and get the, the memories of the olden czar or whatever. Um, which I think is similar in uh, RS3. But I think that Zuck is not a failure. I think he's just like a Giga Chad. And it's. <laughs> It's Holy. like the it's the czar thing where it's like yeah just fight to prove that you're cool, but I okay. don't actually know that could be completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I all of my RS three knowledge because like I said, I quit in like early two thousand eight ish. Uh, whenever summoning came out, like literally just around then, uh, I all of my knowledge just comes from like people telling me uh about RS3 stuff. So. Apparently Zuck in RS3 was originally a human. I'm reading the <laughs> history really? page. Yeah. Did he get bitten by a sword? He got bitten by a nibbler and he turned into Zuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna read all of this, but from what I can tell he's just like a Giga Chad and yeah. he just like likes fighting and so you challenge him and he's like, Yep. Yeah, his his race is labeled on the wiki as human, and then it shows his like Zuck appearance. What do you mean human, bro? <laughs> uh, the wiki says apparently he's a god. Yes. Huh. He's a demigod. It just says god in the trivia page. According it to says the, he, this is called Zuck page. He is a demigod on uh, Runescape, not Runescape okay. old school. Oh yeah, I see that at the top. If you scroll to the trivia section though, it just says god. He's one of two gods with a drop table in RS3, him and Zamorak. Which I sh I really hope we never get to the point in old school where we are farming gods. No, for drops. please God, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh gods. And it sounds like they're they're not uh going that way. It sounds like they uh, agree. But we're we're treading some dangerous waters with uh the hinting of uh, while Guthix rests or while Guthix sleeps, whatever the quest is called. You'd think we'd know our own our own branding, but yeah, I, 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 I just know it. That quest involves like Guthix dying or something, or the start of a chain of events where he ends up dying, and the the start of the fifth age stuff. And I don't really, I don't want any of that. I like the part where Guthix is just like, uh, we fucked up, banish everything, and then goes to sleep. Remove everybody. Part. Yep. I get that feeling. Yeah, that's great. Just take a big nap after you finished. Anyways. Um, Yeah, let's, let's move on to some of these other questions. Uh, we got another meme question. Oh, God. Uh, Kribis wants to know, uh, the, what are your <laughs> thoughts on the taste of pickled uh, lip balm? <laughs> fucking creepers, <that> man. <laughs> pickle, 
flavored lip balm. <sighs> what are your thoughts? Is it pickle flavored lip balm or is it lip balm that has been pickled? <laughs> is this a running joke is... or no? The, he the just asks is... people that. Thoughts on pickle taste lip balm. This isn't the first time I've been asked this. Um, this is like a thing that's <laughs> going around apparently, but. Um... If, if we think seriously about this question, that sounds fucking awful. Why would you? Why would you eat that? It's well, you don't bomb. eat it. You just, <laughs> it's you, like you put it, it on mean, your lips. Yeah, you still taste it. Yeah, no, it I'm not awful. a. I'm a um, cucumber hater, so anything that's related to that is a no go. I love cucumbers. I don't like pickles all that much. I. <laughs> I'm a pickle enjoyer. I still wouldn't want to be anywhere near that fucking pickle lip balm. What the fuck, bro? It looks not good. But yeah, Creepers has always the best questions for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. I hate that. <laughs> All right. Um, Mandrew wants to know, what is your favorite RS pet that you own? And what is your favorite pet in the entire game? Ooh, that's a rough one. There's so many good ones. I guess I have two accounts that has different pets. So I guess I go per account. Uh, on the UIM, mm -hmm. my favorite pet that I own is the Young Love. It was the mm -hmm. first pet on the account, and it's a pretty sick one. I don't have that many pets on the UIM. It's that and Skotos, so uh, Young Love is oh, definitely yeah, that's not that many. superior. Uh, for the main account, I guess Herbivore would be my favorite, I think. Like, I, I don't have that many pets on the main either. Like, I have five. I have Herbivore, Chompy Chick, Skodos, Rift Guardian, and Rock Golem. And let's be real, that's only really three pets because Skodos and Chompy Chick yes, aren't those real are pets. Free. I, I'd still <laughs> yeah. count Skodos. Yeah, yeah. okay, Skodos some people go really dry. No. Chompy's free. Literally free. Chompy's free, but Skodos, I don't know. Does anyone really like Skodos? That was yeah, so cool. Isn't he, like, uh, related to Zolcano or something? Yeah. Like, yeah, they're, they're siblings. siblings. But, but Zolcano is, like, way better of a pet. Yeah, because it's dummy mommy, opinion. and she would step on you. God, I wish. <laughs> Finally, someone that understands. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it's not that many to choose from, so it's, like, it's pretty simple. Um, I think those would be my favorite ones from those. But if I could choose... Any pet in the game, it would be the dusted omelet for the muted isle, the papadile pet. Uh, yeah, the dusted, dusted omelet. All the really all the transmogs that you can get from the raids have some absolute banger pets. Toa has the flat fuck. I love that. You know, the Zabak pet is great. Um, honestly, I don't see too many tob dusts very often, but. I think they're all pretty good options. I think my top... Zarpus pet is great. If I picked top three pets, it would be Papadile, first place, the Naked Mole Ballsack on second place, <laughs> and the Penance Queen on third place. Those three are, like, mm, really good. Okay. Yeah, I think my favorite pet that I own has to be the Noon pet. Uh, Such a great pet, but... It also might just be my favorite pet in general, but Puppadile's pretty good as well. Same with the Zabak pet. 
the the number one pet that I don't have that I want though is the bloodhound. Oh, that's a I good one. I want the bloodhound so bad. I keep forgetting that exists because it's so rare. It's so rare, and the only people that have it are just spooned. <laughs> <laughs> like no one's grinding that many clues unless they're insane. I'm assuming bird facts favorite pets are all the birds. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, Gerard is the best pet. Gerard Jr. is my my dream pet. I want to farm that shit. Um, I have it on leagues. I love him. He's great. Um, and I I just that's the only one I want. You know, I, oh, I have yeah. I have the heron and the phoenix. They're cool. I like them. They're birds. Um, I have I have an attachment to the the young lift pet because that was the first pet I ever got. Um. And then I got two more. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Bird pets. Give me, give me <laughs> bird. bird. I we, I want a new bird pet. Give me a new one. Give me a new like. Next raid needs to have a bird boss so that I can transmog the raid pet from that into a cool looking bird. Hell yes. Well, if Sailing comes out and has that like thunder bird thing that they showed off, I want that as a pet. You know, mm. I just give give me all the birds. I will collect them. The Quetzal pet as well that's coming out with the Hunter Guild. I'm going to grind the shit out of Hunter <laughs> contracts to try and get that. I want that thing. Hell Quetzals yeah. are very cool. I'm so happy that they're being added to the video game. Give me birds. I want them all. Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah, I want to grind out the mole pet on the UIM at one point. It probably will happen organically because I need bird nests for my bruise anyway. Uh, but one thing is for certain, once I get that... That thing is never gonna have fur again. It's gonna be naked for the rest of its life. Alright. Uh <laughs> we got a question from the uh Discord actually. Otis, uh I think we kinda answered some of these, but uh two questions here that I think would be interesting. Uh what's one piece of advice that you would give someone thinking about creating a UIM? Don't. No, I'm joking. <laughs> That's I, if you didn't say that immediately, I was going to say that. Uh, I don't know. There's a, there's a few things. Like, I'm, I'm a very big advocate for not following guides and all that stuff and just enjoying the game. But there is a few things in the beginning that could make it a little nicer. And one is to just get 43 prayer in the wilderness before you start gathering stuff together. Uh, on the Woodley Altar, that's a that's a big plus to do. And then yeah, I did that on my I did that on my regular iron. Yeah, my, my it's just, when I started that, it was worth it. Yeah, it's definitely worth it because you have nothing to lose. You don't have to death pile, death bank, all that garbage. Um, and then get fifty construction as soon as possible so you can start storing things. So that's one of the things I didn't do. And what happened was that I I got some clue scrolls and then I suddenly got some uniques. And I couldn't put them in the house. So my inventory was just full of, like, unique clue scroll items, and I couldn't put them anywhere. So, get that shit done. <laughs> and then just enjoy the game. Uh, and another thing he wanted to know is, uh, do you think OCD would be uh, a benefit or a detriment to playing UIM? Do you think it would, they would hate it or love it if they had OCD? I, I imagine know. hate it because the inventory would be absolutely cluttered. Yeah, but you can also kind of sort it neatly in the inventory compared to a bank because a bank is way messier. I feel like I don't know. Mm. 
but you can uh, yeah. like what items you keep on a UIM is entirely up to you. So if you have like mm -hmm. severe OCD, you could probably make it work. Yeah, it's a hard That's one. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and one final question to to end us off. Uh, if you're an OSRS NPC, who would you be and why? That was asked by Ironman Veritas on a uh, Twitter. Did it mean like an already existing NPC, or if I could make myself an NPC? I'm not sure. All right. I feel like that's probably if you could be one that already exists. Sonic. That's the way it's worded. Yeah. Sonic. So what? <laughs> Zanic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd be I'd be I, the goblin, the dead the dead I, goblin <laughs> that reminds. Yeah, I, I also wish I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> goblin Jesus. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, wait, no, she's she's alive again, isn't she? Yeah, she came back. Yeah, she came but, back to um, life, and then she got the she got the the magical zuck from the Bandos chest thing. Yeah, I I'm gonna be honest. Uh, the that quest, uh, Land of the Goblins, is a fever dream to me. I barely remember <laughs> what happened in that quest. Um, fun fact, actually, there is an NPC in Relica that has my real first name. Wow. So oh. that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, you heard it here. Go go docs. <laughs> no, it's my it. it's my Twitter name, so it's not a secret. <laughs> ah. <laughs> okay. That's uh that's interesting. <laughs> I didn't realize they had like actual names. I'm I, I never really paid attention to what the uh the names of the Fremenic people were. I found it out randomly. I was just right clicking things and then I suddenly see my own name and I'm like, what the fuck? Because Ingrid isn't like a very common Name mm. except in Norway and Sweden, I think. So, but I guess it, yeah. the Fremenic take inspiration from Viking names and stuff, so it makes sense. Yeah, I knew some of the names were like real names, but I assumed most of them were just kind of made up. Um, a lot of them are real. Like I see well, a lot of Norwegian names up there. Yeah. Here's here's the cool thing, Spari. Every single name ever is made up. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> That's cool. I, I don't know if there's any NPCs with my real name. Let me... Uh, dude, I hate to break it to you. There's no NPCs in the game with the name Spari. <laughs> okay, well, no, I meant, like, my first name. There's definitely none with Spari. Uh, you know, I mean, when's Jagex gonna host another uh, competition to to invent a minigame or something to get their name into the game? Like, uh... Was it Big Red Japan or whatever that has the NPCs on all the rooftops? I just put my name into the wiki and there's another NPC with my first name too in Miscellanea Underground. That's cool. Oh, interesting. Yeah, stuff there's them away. There's zero NPCs with my name. Yeah, none with mine as well. Which, you know, makes sense. Boring, generic uh, first name. Probably not going to make its way in. Because it's not generic enough like a a Bob or a Fred. <laughs> I don't know when they added uh, um, Prof Dennis, there's a uh, Rhiannon in the uh, Zolcano area. Oh. I have, I have a, a good friend named Rhiannon, and so every time I, I see the NPC there, I'm like, oh, hey, it's my friend. I know her. <laughs> Apparently, her name is a reference to a Fleetwood Mac song. Just saw that on the wiki. It's the examine text is the first line of the song. You know, it's so funny. Yeah, hit me with it. The Rhiannon I know is also named after the Fleetwood Mac song. 
<laughs> no way. I don't I don't know the I believe there's more lore to it than that. But it's not like a direct comparison, but it I'm not gonna go into it. I don't know the full story. I'd I'd need to ask her about it again, so interesting. Anyways. Anyways. Thanks for joining us on the podcast, Potato. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Thanks for uh, having me. Did you, yeah, did you have any uh closing closing things you wanted to say? Any shout outs or uh or just any, anything you really want to say to the audience before you go? Is this the is this the moment where I just post on my clout and just like go completely batshit? I mean, yeah, this... you can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you, I was gonna ask as well for your your socials where people can find you. Yeah, you usually find me on Twitter shit posting, and uh, other than that, on Twitch just talking shit and playing my UIM. So that'd be that. Cool. All right, fantastic. Yeah, we'll have. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I was repl- I got a DM from someone. <laughs> Look at you having friends. Um, this is average sparring behavior, completely <laughs> distracted by his random DMs. I know. I it's horrible. I'll I'll die to uh, a boss at TOA when we're doing duos because I just get distracted by a random DM in the middle of like memory puzzle. Yeah, it'll at be Aka. memory puzzle at Aka, and he'll just like die. I'll be like, bro, what are you doing? He's like, I was looking at a DM. I'm like, this is the one part of the room where you need to look at it to not like die, bro. I know. You're going to be doing it's... Inferno and you'll be like, oh man, I just got a DM. And then you're going to miss a prayer flick and die instantly. He's going to be on running like... behind the shield and be like, oh, lob, hold up. Yeah. Hang on, I just this. got a DM. Oh, Jab yeah. just spawned and killed my shield? That sucks. We brought up <laughs> T-Papa the other, uh, earlier and the other day there was a clip of him at uh, Zuck. He was, you know, at Zuck and uh, behind the shield. Jad spawns, does an attack, and he runs away from the shield because he thought it was Zuck that did the attack and he just gets absolutely clobbered. <laughs> I was there live when that happened and he took like oh. the biggest bong rip right before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, B he mentioned that. Or tasty on the I was watching channel, him but... do it. He literally was doing so well on Zuck and then he took a bong rip and then instantly runs out from the shield. It's <laughs> oh, so funny. That's great. <laughs> oh was hilarious. Okay, well, um, all of Potato's links will be found down in the description. All of our links are down there. You already know where to find us. But you uh, made it here. You <laughs> made it here. Yeah. Uh, thanks again for joining us. It was a good conversation. Uh, and I look forward to uh to seeing you be a, a maxed Inferno UIM. Oh, imagine. Eventually. Imagine, imagine. <laughs> Perhaps. One day. One day. But uh, yeah, go go check out Potato Streams. Uh, uh, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye bye. <laughs>